I tried to burp a lot more than that. I, wa- I wanted to come in with a big, disgusting That belch. didn't happen at all. No, that was kind of like a little... Uh, uh, that was really lame. I had something brewing for a second there, but I lost it. I thought I was going to come in swinging hot. What a Good evening. What a disappointment. Welcome to another disappointing episode of Banter and Babble. I'm the dude 79, and joining me always, my esteemed colleague and world-renowned piece of shit, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mm-hmm. Good evening, sir. Hola. How you doing today? Hot. It is just a little bit on the warm side today. Hello, Pat Just a little uh, bit on the warm side. It's so hot out that there's like this weird hazy sun that I told you I thought was good. Like, it's like, you know how an eclipse starts and it's get, it gets to like, somebody's just kind of turned the lights low on the sun. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, That's how it is. I'm like, fuck, what is going on with this heat? It's really, really hot yeah, today. Yeah, it's really fucking hot. It is not... Fat guy friendly weather. I can confirm you that much. It is really hot. Yo, baked. What What's up? up, Big Thunder? Half-ass beer review in the chat. Lost thirty pounds at work, dude. That's uh, I know what he does for a living, and I remember there was one summer. Ooh, there you go, seven. Where I went into uh into a job weighing I think I was at the time two ten, and after the summer I was delivering for uh, a company out in Hemlock. After the other summer, I was down to 180. I lost 30 pounds over the summer from just unloading trucks all day and just running around in heat, man. It was brutal. I'll do it to you. It was hot, but I know, I know, uh, I know how half-assed it's feeling, man. It's it's rough during the the summer months. It is rough mm-hmm, doing what mm-hmm, he do. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to Jay Hill's world. It is hot, always in hot Atlanta. That's where he's at. He's in Atlanta, where it's always fucking hot. Uh, Dungeons is out mowing in it right now. Gross. Yeah, it's even hotter down where he's at right now. I know. Well, the, I mean, the heat index is hotter. Good. Like well, it mid. is hell. It is hell down there. So fair. Never mind. Just saying, it is kind of hell in Ohio. Crash, what's going on, buddy? Good evening, sir. Uh, yeah, man. We're just. It, I tell you what. I tell you what. T- tonight's show is just gonna be. Kelly's blazing too. Yeah. Tonight's show is gonna be whatever, dude. I think, think so. You, it's one of those weeks, man, where we just you showed up and we're just like, fuck. You know, you got this hot ass. Weeks, yeah. W- yeah, this hot ass weather. Yeah. Work is kicking our asses. Life in general is just, you know, that's the one thing about summer. It sucks about it in Michigan is we only get like three good months of warm weather. And so that means every fucking weekend is shit going on. <clears throat> you got to pack in your weekends. You got to start filling shit up and get your I'm stuff doing. done. And and when you do that, man, it just feels like there's no break. There's no break. Some days you just need a day to like reset. Yeah. And you don't have that when your weekend's gone. No. You don't. you don't have that at all. Zombies overheating in L.A. It's hot. It's hot in Cali. <laughs> hey, guys, have you on mute because I'm talking to a hot babe on the phone. Just so I'm reading your lips and First enjoying the First of all, he's show. lying. He, he's uh, definitely he, lying. He's talking dirty is what he's doing. He's, yeah. paying, he's, paying for this. he's paying for that conversation. Yeah, he's lying. He's on OnlyFans. He's, hey, you know what? I dig it. Brian, Brian's going to get his. We'll and see if he replies. Speaking of know. the conversation he's probably having, you know what we're drinking tonight? The only thing. Having a nice hot day? to have on a nice hot day is a warm cream pie uh we are drinking pigeon hills oatmeal cream pie and i'm telling you right now when it's 95 degrees out nothing quenches that thirst quite like a a, quite like a a cream pie what up trick it is the official beer of banter and babble so you'll be seeing us drink this more frequently guys it's getting to the point where it's harder sometimes to find beer that we haven't had with even between all the places i could stop at 
Um, it's almost I have to stare and get a hassle. But I figure for now, um, since we always talk about how OCP is kind of like the unofficial official, it's really the official beer of the show. So going forward, we're probably going to drink this more frequently than that. We will switch it up from oh, time yeah. to time if oh, I yeah. find, find something different or hunt something down. But, or if Dungeons brings up whatever he's Or if, yeah, he's, apparently he had a sippy sip before it even like is fully carbonated. He's, he's saying good stuff right now. So. That's what I wanted to open the show with was right there. Oh, excuse me. It's going to be a disgusting cool. show. Everybody's tonight, leaving. <laughs> I mean, no one's showing up. It's summertime. All so right. That's right. what we like to hear be baked. Yeah. 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 He's watching us at, he's watching us at a bar while he's sitting at a bar. I dig it. That's put meta. us on the big screen. It's pretty. Me- oh, get the get the clicker from the so uh, whatever you guys are watching. Yeah, turn that yeah. shit off. Tell them to tune into Banter Babble. Well, with the Warriors playing tonight tonight, the last playoff game. Well, it could be. Is if it they game win. six tonight? They could if they win in Boston. They win. Yes, yes. which is cool because fuck the Celtics. Fuck you to Highway L. Wherever you want to go. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's not very. Oh, it's tomorrow, and you're not Never very mind. mature. You're not very mature. That's still very fuck you, Celtics. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, Brian Ball says, weekends are packed. Cedar Point Friday, Greek Fest Saturday morning. And is Greek dry- Fest this weekend? Ooh. Is Greek Fest this weekend? I think it is. Now that he mentions it, I believe it is. Driving Saturday night to see Lightyear and Doctor Strange. Ooh, I want to see Lightyear, man. Lightyear a good, lot good. of people talking about it. Um, but Dang, Greek Fest is this stuff. weekend? Fuck. Fuck. I, like, I don't do it like I used to. I used to go to Greek Fest at like 6 oh, p.m. and I just can get imagine. fucking shit faced and just get, get loaded. It. But, dude, I will... Go there and order myself like five or six euros to bring home to the fam. Where they'll all fight over one, and I eat five because I'm a piece of shit like that. But the Greek Fest is usually a pretty good time in Saginaw, especially on you know Saturday night. Everyone that place packs. Now I do believe is this year they're actually doing a Greek Fest. I don't know. I know well, last can year you it was. That? Are they actually doing a Greek Fest? Because I know the last couple of years it's just been euros. Well, it's just been the drive. Well, you can get other things to the drive-through. Right, but- right, right. It worked out pretty good. I was in there for 15 minutes last year. Got my euros and go. Like, listen, it's it's hot out. You live, this weekend's gonna be not as hot as today. Not as hot. But I mean, you're out in the sun. You're drinking piss warm beer. Like, mm-hmm. even under the tents, it's, fu- it's always fucking hot on Greek Fest weekend. Cause you got that black asphalt out there just yes. fucking baking you. Yep. Like <clears throat> I'm too old for that shit, dude. But you know what? If I can just go there and get me some food, give me a euro or two. That's I usually go uh, see. That's awesome that he says he believes. So that's awesome because I think it's been two or three years since they've actually done mm-hmm. the thing due to COVID. They would just do the drive through, yeah. but now that they're gonna have the shenanigans going, oh mm-hmm. uh, dude, people mm-hmm. are gonna mm-hmm. Greek fest. We're saying I'll get some culture. He ain't joking, man. Like seriously, the Greek fest was always a good time. Like mm-hmm. they had that music, they got the food, they got the baklava. I mean, it is. I mean, we talk phenomenal. culture, but people are just drinking and eating food. How much culture? I mean, I mean, you're you're eating euros while you're getting shit faced. So there's your culture. You eat some I guess, baklava. I guess so. Yeah. It, the food is incredible. Baklava. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. Uh, what's the um fucking what's that called? The sino. By the way, um, there's a um very nice lady I work with at work. She's originally from Bulgaria, who made homemade baklava last oh, fall. Oh, how Holy that? shit! <laughs> if you know somebody that make you homemade baklava, I do. Recommend. Look, it's Lacey from Texas. Hey, what up? What's going on? Yeah, no, I hear Sweeter. it's hot in Texas. <laughs> yeah, what up? What up? Uh, I want hot. Come visit. I'm good. I'm good. I heard Texas is like a fucking. Uh, it's like a fire pit. I'm yeah, good. yeah. I got. A, going I got a friend in the Midland area. She's saying the same thing too down there. So. Ball yeah. says, checked it on full Greek Fest this year. I know that's that's dope, man. That's fucking dope. I'm really really happy that they're the finally able to get back to it. 
Oh, they got them crinkle cut fries Dude, and all that shit. It's one of the few fries I like to get too. Uh, yes, Jay Hill, uh, Jeff Bridges, and John Lithgow. The old man premieres tomorrow night. We will be talking about that <laughs> next week. <laughs> really excited mm. for that show to drop, man. Two of my favorite actors of this of my of my generation growing up. Uh, seeing them square off, that looks fucking dope. So hey, we miss you too. Hopefully, we can get a chance soon to get all of us together and talk about next year. I know we got to try and get Paul getting on that, but uh, yeah, we miss you too. We're looking forward to uh, being able to seeing you as soon as possible, which is probably going to end up being next March. But either way, dude, I'm really yeah. We hope you're that. well. I know you guys have had some shitty weather down there. I mean, you guys have been through some, some tornado weather, I think, down there too. So dude, they got towns that are running out of fucking water because they're going through a drought right now. Jesus Christ, there's some parts of Texas that they are literally running out of water. Uh, and during, with the temperatures at the temps there, it's just like, man, what, what is this a third world country now? Is that what's going on? Are we just like, we can't fucking provide <laughs> well, for our people? That's the one thing that people keep saying they want to leave Michigan and we complain about the weather. But you know, the nice thing about Michigan is it ain't Ohio. We don't have to worry about water and it's not Ohio. I'm you, you, you asked. I'm excited for Jurassic Park. Uh, dude, what, what are we, what's going to be our I, movie this for next week's show? Are we going to do Lightyear or are we going to do Jurassic World? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. I got to figure out how to get. We'll to, figure out. I you got. To, I know you got a busy weekend, so I, we don't even know if we'll get a movie in for next week's show. Right. Not super busy. Like really, just Friday and part of Saturday, so I should be good. Yellowstone is flooded. Seriously, man, it's like that movie Twenty Twelve. Where's John Cusack to save the day? Because apparently the world's going to end. Everything's falling apart. First of all, if you guys have never watched Epic Yellowstone on the Smithsonian Channel, I highly recommend it. It's done none other with uh, uh, hosted by Bill Pullman. Um, the pre- great Bill Pullman, the president of the United States, president. Um, but yeah, the floods in Yellowstone are nuts right now. I saw that house just completely fucking run free on water. Like that was nuts. That's that's. Right, Woody Harrelson's broadcasting from the uh, RV, so that's that's pretty legit. So, <laughs> Woody yeah. Harrelson broadcasting from the RV, man. Yeah. Twenty twelve, baby. Yeah, that's about the only Cuddles, thing thank about you movie. so much. Hey. Well, appreciate that raid. Welcome, my friend. What up? Uh, yeah, man. So, I mean, it's just, hey, look, everyone's trying to survive the crazy weather that's going on everywhere. I hope everyone's doing all right. If you're in Texas and you ain't got water, uh, can you sterilize piss? You can boil piss, can't you? You know, in Waterworld, there's an apparatus that would actually allow you to do that. Well, that's because it's a stupid movie. Dude, mouth. the only time I think about that is I like to be getting a kingpin. Fake nose. RB's when uh, when uh, Roy comes out of his apartment and then one guy's like, hey, Roy, can he get sick drinking piss? He's <laughs> like... Uh yeah, I think so. And the guy's like, even if it's your own, <laughs> yeah, yeah, even if, it, even if it's your own. Yeah. Hey Roy, can he get sick drinking piss? That is seriously uh, an all-time classic. Would you say? Would you say? Absolutely, all-time classic. It's actually so underrated that I feel like when people talk about comedies, they forget. That's one of those movies like Dirty Work, I believe too. Yes. That like mainstream people forget, but that is another great one. Kingpin is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Nothing's free in Waterworld. Not even the time you uh, put in to watch it. That costs you Don't even all sorts start. of time. Dry life. land is not a myth, dude. Well, the whole fucking thought that that's a good Dry movie land is, that's a huge is not myth. a myth. There's uh, plenty of oil left in the Ds. Tone, other than rubbing Nuts. one out uh, more than normal, what uh, what have you been up to, man? What's what's new with you? Well, last weekend, uh, the, yes. the old... Uh, the old hey, what up, Paul? Fetz, what up, Fetz? Fetz man in the house. <clears throat> oh, Lacey says we have water here, thank God. But let's see, had none a few days. Jesus, man, yeah. She like Water World too, so fuck you. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Well, we're thinking of you down there, Lace, because uh, you know I've been seeing. Like I said, I got some other friends in the area too. So it's a whole mess down there. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it sucks. The weather is all over the place for sure. Uh, Paul, you're in the chat right now. Would you mind 
I know he has an announcement going on right now, and I meant to grab that shit, Paul, before the show, and I totally botched it. Uh, I was wondering if you could just throw a link up to the post that you just put up recently about what's going on with, with Fett's Toy Depot and who you were collaborating with. He put something up. He shared it with me today, and I had completely blanked oh, on you've grabbing it. you've had a busy day. It. Uh, it's just been chaos. Um, I, we're doing good, Paul. We're doing good. I actually saw him talking about Jelly Ball the other day, um, and that looks fucking sweet. I don't know if you saw his video that he put up the other day of the place downtown the pier, 906 to the pier, um, where it's it's it looks pretty dope. But I'm going to have um, Paul throw that in the chat. I think dude's the only one who doesn't enjoy Waterworld. No, I'm not. I'm not. It was a critical bomb, so there's a lot of people that didn't like it. Uh, water world doesn't make sense. It's it's a world full of water, yet everyone is filthy. See, Brian Ball, he knows what's up. He said Waterworks, so he must be thinking the wrong one. No, he's thinking, he's thinking Waterworld. Uh, what are you doing at 3 p.m. on Monday? Uh, I'm working. working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I am working. Twerking and working. A thankless job at 3 p.m. on Monday, and I'm most displeased about that. I'd rather be doing whatever you're doing, Paul. I'd, be, I'd rather be doing whatever you're doing. Yeah, jelly balls or jelly nuts or whatever it is. Uh, dude, it looked fucking sweet, the arena that he was walking through, man. It was what? like all neon and shit. Like, it was black lights. and it was, This is on Lapeer? No, 906 Lapeer, yeah. It's like downtown. Oh. Fucking dope, man. They meant like Lapeer. No, no, no. I can get out of work. But, uh, see, Trick can get... Trick's got that. can get me out of work. Trick yeah, man. Work. There you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. No, this weekend uh, we got a chance to get the uh, um, the roommates together. We hadn't, uh, of course, pre-COVID and, you know, waiting for the basement to be, like, enjoyable. And finally the stars aligned, and we've been playing it for a couple months. And um, though a few people weren't able to make it that we wanted to have there, um, we did at least get the, the main four core, you know, pre-2000 10 or whatever post 2010 excuse me and they, this is a crew that we played D all the time we would oh, shit. you know during snowpocalypse uh i didn't have to work that day so we were bonging beer at like 10 30 11 a.m in the morning you know <laughs> there's photos of me out there on facebook bonging beers like because wow. the mall closed down so um but it's good to get everybody to get back together we just ate and drank and just hung out so it's pretty cool so and you guys ate good too man you guys yeah, had some good ass yeah jay mckenzie brought some great food paul's got a vip private trial at jelly ball that's gnarly. Uh, you better be you better be streaming that shit, Paul, to Facebook, and so the world can see. I want to see some Jelly Ball, dude. That arena he had a video of looked fucking awesome, man. Like I said, it was all decked out like tie dye colors, then black uh, lights. That's it dope. looked fucking nice. rad, dude. It looked nice. fucking rad. Uh, Lacey, if you decide to cosplay for Waterworld, that would be pretty intense and amazing, and I definitely appreciate that. I mean, I, I appreciate that much. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Fago ice cream. What? Yeah, so they announced the the little Fago ice creams that are coming out. I think it's a local creamery in Michigan that's doing it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Right there, you guys. Click on that link that Can Paul just threw in there. They should be able to see that. Can anybody over on Twitch see Paul's Facebook link there? We do want to double check. I know sometimes. If not, I can't. will see if I can highlight it. You can't do anything. Copy message. Yes, I can. I, I can't can. do anything. I have the power. There we go. See? I just put that shit in there. So now everyone should be able to click on that. That's Paul's it. link. Right there. Click on that. And that's what Paul's got going on right now. Paul, we will put together a clip for you tonight. It's not Hudsonville. Crash, we'll get it's that. A for Le- oh, Lehman Superhero Night. Hell yeah, dude. Lehman yeah, Superhero Night. That's coming up soon, too. Yep. Yes. Lehman Superhero Night. That's going to be GreenAppleBarn.com if you want to reserve your goodies. That's where you want to go for that. GreenAppleBarn.com. Get over there and reserve your spot. Again, dude, every time they, they post I know, the, I know. The, it's all this shit that I can't eat right now. It looks so good. I want to go there and eat it, but I would just drop dead. You know, I'd be just, 
Uh, but it looks so good. It does. The food always looks really good. It looks so good. There's events and games and usually cosplayers and stuff. So. I, I tell you what, if Paul's if Paul's involved, it's, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be wild. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be fun. I will eat it for you. Thanks, Paul. Thank and you. make sure Thank you, you send the video and let us know how fucking tasty it is, too. Will yeah, you? yeah. You know what, Paul? We should, since we got Lacey in here, too, you know, we should plan some time here in the next couple of weeks. We get together. Let's talk some shop about that. You know, Midland Mall Comic Con coming back next March. So we got some things we got to talk about. Some ducks in a row, quack quack. You know, uh, dude, I don't know about I don't know about you, Brian, but I am hyped for very next hyped. March. I'm very very hyped. For I next am March. hyped for next March, dude. Mm-hmm. Pa, I mean, are you hyped, dude? I mean, it's it's gonna be bigger and badder. Yeah, and that's I mean, it's a sequel. That's a sequel. That's what you do. With Return sequels. of the Midland Mall Comic Con. It's bigger. It's badder. It's gonna be or wild. Strikes Back. Really excited yeah, about back. it. Uh, and we're excited to be a part of it. And we can't wait. It's gonna be exciting. Absolutely. It's gonna be fun. But um, yeah, all I've been doing, dude, is playing games. I've been playing. Uh, I played the Quarry on Monday night. Or no, what night did I do? Uh, people in the Discord were really talking good stuff. Dude, I had, I had to avoid that conversation because uh, I know I know uh, Unstoppable Virus. He actually. Um, did the censor thing. He covered up what was being talked about, but I just avoided that conversation yeah. in general because I didn't want to have it ruined. I was going to try to stream that tomorrow night. I might stream that Friday night, mm-hmm. continue our playthrough of the quarry, uh, because that was early on, man, it's a slower burn. Mm-hmm. you know. But I appreciate it because it's good character development. It's helped kind of like set the table so you know who's who and who you like and who you don't like. And then from there, you know, Lance Henriksen and Ethan, Ethan Souffle are – Wandering about, covering Crazy. their faces in blood, hunting and whatnot. So it's building up to it, and uh, I'm really excited to see how. Because you know, you know, when you play these games, at some point the shit hits the fan, yeah. and it's gonna be chaos. So hopefully, I'll be able to get back to that on Friday night. I really enjoyed what I played so far, man. I tell you, they've come such a long ways from the Man of Medan uh, trilogy. So it them. is those guys that it made is the it. same people. Super okay. massive game. Man, and those the games facial are great. animations that they've done this time around are just because I don't know if you remember on Man of Medan. Remember there was some like weird awkwardness sometimes. It was like almost like the uh, Polar Express face. <laughs> Polar Express face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, what up, Cannon? This Cannon, there she is. What's going on? And uh, it's it was kind of like that, but this one, dude, you could tell they've upped their tech. Like they've really improved their ability mm. to fo- uh, facial capture. So really, really impressive Very stuff nice. so far. Um, other than that, dude, it's just been that and just. And more Diablo on my phone. Okay, yeah, you're sick. Did uh, you download it yet? No, I haven't even looked at a game. Oh, I actually I take that back. I played Trails of Cold Steel the other night for about a half hour. Dungeons, come on, man. Talk to this guy, will you? Get him on that Diablo kick. D- Dude, Dungeons already did like the whatever the. Nah, he's sick. Do you he's know on and Call of Duty, what is it where you um you, you start over again? It's like prestiging. Yes. He does, he's like prestiged in this game. He's already got like the blue numbers now for his rank. He's moved on. There's a picture of him floating around somewhere out in public where he's a he's, fucking loser. He's driving to another state and he's got his phone on his lap with an Xbox controller playing Diablo. So it's it's a lot of fun, dude. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I I don't know. Who knows? I'll check it out someday when you guys you guys will be done playing it in like two weeks. But I tell you what, is. right now, man, if we'll talk about it here when we get to it's that section because we are going to talk about the Xbox Bethesda games uh, game showcase. And we did see some Diablo 4. And you can tell they're using some of what they have implemented in, uh, in Diablo Immortal, but without the pay to win and all that, like Just some microtransactions. It's going to be, I'm 
actually really excited for Diablo 4. Man. That was one like, of my really favorite games that they talked about there. One of the best things they showed during that whole thing. Yeah, man, hands so. down, hands down. So we got we got a di- so Lacey, your hub- your husband's playing that Diablo, and you're on that WoW. Man, there's a lot of people talking about WoW people lately again. All, WoW's never going away, wow, dude. I know, and they, they were there away. saying that again. Somebody else was talking about that recently, too. Never, ever, ever going never, away. Never, ever going away. But all right. Let's get to our first topic of the evening. We have a lot of stuff to discuss tonight. No, no, Gannon, sorry. <laughs> it's my wife here. Uh, uh, another Lacey. We we know many Lacey's. <laughs> this okay, la- yeah, this this is the Lacey that uh, at Squeaker's uh, uh, cosplay house, and she was with us yeah. at Comic-Con, and she's amazing. She's <laughs> yes. amazing. Her cosplay is fucking phenomenal, you guys. Fina. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you check it out. All right, Tone. Yeah. First conversation of the evening. Yeah, Miss Marvel is out. Uh-huh. We've been waiting for this one. Yeah, it's a it's a character that the only time I knew anything about Miss Marvel was Marvel Avengers, the game. The only time I ever played Kamala Khan. Oh yeah, that was annoying. And, and uh, actually, I thought she was. Come on, that was. I thought she was good. I thought that whole storyline. I thought that whole campaign was good. I mind. liked her storyline, but like a lot of people, I think it was just and it's and it's not the character's fault. She had repeated dialogue oh, sometimes, yeah, 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 and it would get yeah, annoying. Yeah. That's yep. all it was. It was. It's like that with any games that do that. Yeah, no, she, and so like uh, to to get a live action version of the story, I was really excited about that, and um, much like what we saw with Moon Knight with Egyptian culture, that same care and that same like like just TLC has been brought to Miss Marvel with Pakistani culture, mm-hmm. and they again this show it starts out it's a lot different than how Moon Knight started off. This is your typical coming-of-age story, mm-hmm. a girl that's trying to find her place in the world where her culture doesn't quite line up with everyone else's, and she's trying to find her place in this world. And uh, the performances have been really, really good so far. Like, I love the the, the the chemistry between her and her parents. That's a standout for me. Like, I really— Her parents are awesome. Her parents are fucking incredible. The performances from both the mom and the dad are amazing. Um, and I just love, dude, the, 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 the genuine banter back and forth between parents and kids struggling, trying to find, you know, ways to do the things they want to do. And the parents are always like mm-hmm. apprehensive, like, should we let them do this? You know, it's just, it's a really well done show. And it's got that endearing charm you would expect from like kind of a kid's coming of age story, but it's yeah. got that Marvel, it's got that Marvel mm-hmm. edge to it. It's, it's very charming. It's very endearing. Um, it's kid friendly. Uh, the I know Josie said you're having trouble getting because very kid like. I get that, and that's going to be a struggle for a lot of people. Um, you do seven dungeons. I was thought I was literally going to cry. The that, dead that, 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 was, that, that was, really that was really tough. Yeah. Um, and that's because they already drew you in in the first episode yep. to be emotionally invested in these characters. It's just such a great like family great to watch with your kids kind of thing like yeah i mean they do such a good job of showing off the character being this kind of like lackadaisical liverhead in the clouds but she's a super fan of the avengers yes. and, i mean can you imagine if superheroes were real in real life like that you know like people that's how people would probably react My kids right? would be all over that shit. right you know so they've done a great job um doing what they've done so far with the mcu version of her yes as crash alludes to she's already pretty different from you know, her comic background, she's not an inhuman. There's no Terrigen Mist. This is the bracers are giving her power. And I think that was because they didn't want to mix up too much of the Mr. Fantastic kind of stuff, which I get. You know, you don't want two stretchy characters around now that they got the first family back. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is what it is. We, we know that when it comes to MCU, things are going to adapt for the MCU. As long as they don't take out the heart and souls of the character, I think that's the big piece that sometimes even I forget is that 
there are going to be adaptations, right? And, you know, we have to understand that, that from movie to TV, things are going to sometimes change. But you can still have the core of a character, the, the actual heart of everything, um, the the look, certain certain things that you can do enough to still make it feel sure right, you know. And and Marvel's really good about doing that. I feel like for the most part, it's not gonna always, you know, um, hit a home run. But uh, again, this is I think unique and stuff like this as well too. I mean, listen, the character was created to uh, highlight, you know, the the Inhumans. So since the mutants were a fox, they wanted to kind of like sweep them under the rug for a while. Um, but also they put a you know made a female lead a younger female lead and a female diversity. And mm. I know there's probably a lot of people out there that probably would rather slam their head in a car door than watch something like that. And that's on them. But I am personally really enjoying this very charming uh, story so far. And I'm like I said, I'm, I'm almost done with the second episode and I felt like somehow that second episode made it even more charming and endearing. And you're just like, man, this is different. It's different. Yeah, I agree with what uh, Crash just said. Uh, uh, Iman uh, Valani, is, she is really, really good. In the acting show. Like, is she incredible. Is, the, the performances, again, when you're, when you're trying to go for such a, a different take on a, on a Marvel character and you're trying to capture the sincerity and the innocence of a child who's trying to find their place and you ha- a lot of this is dependent on performance. It really, you have to believe that this person right. is, is is struggling to find their place. You have to believe that even though they're, they're locking horns with their parents, they, they love their parents and they understand why they're doing what they're doing, but they might not understand other things. You know, you got to be able to believe that stuff. And um, she's just she's just so believable. And like you said, her parents are awesome. They're very genuine. And there's been multiple scenes where it's genuinely funny. And then, like, the Hulk scene, genuinely sad, like, soul-crushing. Because, and especially as a parent, you understand that. Like, you know, you're trying to do something mm-hmm. cool for your kid, and you're excited about it, and they are just not sharing your enthusiasm mm-hmm. at all. And it's just, like, crushing. But it's just... It's really, really good. And then the fact that they bring in uh, directors of Pakistani descent and so we can get that culture and get that authenticity it's done in done really there. well. And, again, I, I appreciate how they're doing this, man. They, they've really, with Shang-Chi and Moon Knight and this, and even I, Eternals because of the diverse backgrounds of all the characters, mm-hmm. they have really done a great job at breaking off from what we've seen in the first three phases Kind of this carbon copy of all the shows and whatnot. We're really diverse. I feel like it started with Black Panther. We're really starting to diversify stuff mm. and really allowing these cultures to shine and breathe. And this show is doing a fantastic job at that early on. Like, I'm really digging it right now. He's a little bit further ahead of uh, than I am. I wasn't Not able much. to catch the second episode today. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I mean, like, look, I'm not saying Eternals was great. I didn't have the, the issues with it that a lot of people did. But it goes back to being able to really flesh out these characters who are from different cultures, and that's what the Eternals does does great. In fact, I think they did a really good job with that of it, and I appreciate that side of things. And we've seen it continue to grow with Shang Chi and through Moon Knight mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. this. So, um, I do feel like that, that those, these shows should get that credit for that. You know, in seventy, yeah, the filmography in it and everything, yeah, it's, I really like all the little shots. It kind of goes into what Crash is saying about the texting. They kind of like blend it in. Um, it kind of reminds me of like how division blends in things to the backgrounds and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. uh, as a weird point of reference. Um, 
Uh, Lacey says she loved the cosplaying and how it was represented. I did too. I thought that was great. Like they go to the Avengers Con and yes. everybody's uh, cosplaying. Doing and all and, well, stuff and as you well see all too, these so. di- diverse costumes, diverse takes on these characters yeah. that they're cosplaying. And that's, yeah. you know, and we saw that at Midland Mall. I mean, it was just like all these yeah. different, we had multiple people up there who were doing different cosplay of the same character, but just different interpretations of it. And I fucking, that shit's awesome. Don't forget, man. we had a guy that did Paul Bunyan out of nowhere. The Paul dude, Bunyan that one was the guy dope that was pretty shit, crazy. Dude. All the sexy Captain Marvels. Oh, my goodness, Cuddles. Um, what Crash say? This is such a small thing, but the way the show texting in the show is so refreshing. They actually yeah. make characters texting look, yes. Yeah, that's they pretty did. neat. And I also love how they mix in the comic art style through a lot of the episode. Like, you know, when she's talking about her plan and what she's going to yeah, do. Yeah, like she her drawings and yes, stuff like that. Yeah, her drawings all, all that, show yeah. up in the, yeah. in the show. Like it's just got a very unique presentation it's got a lot of diverse culture throughout it and it all just feels very natural and it's all mm. really really well done so uh i'm really digging the show so far i'm looking forward to see do we know how many episodes this the show is i would gather six to eight right six days i mean that's i don't typically know the, the, crashing the on the episodes or... usually you know uh, but yeah if somebody could uh let us know let us know what um what imdb shows for uh how many episodes we can expect from miss marvel uh, i'm digging what i've seen so far so yeah. uh really like it we want to get you guys and girls thoughts if you do check it out and you're watching yeah. this on vod it's six episodes uh crash please it's six episodes if you got so kids if you got kids it's definitely worth the watch it's mm-hmm. very engaging and it's, it's like i said it's got this charm to it. it's very endearing and uh, thanks, Cuddles. Cuddles confirmed. And I have a six. theory. Oh, you got a theory. I have a theory. This should be and done. My hope is that we see Carol Denver's somewhere at the la- like the last episode. Like, you know, you think Captain Brie Larson's? Gonna I think show Captain Marvel up. might show up. I got a feeling. You think I'm Brie Larson's going to show that's, up? That's my hope. Well, because you know, originally her second movie, you know, I know she's been controversial for a lot of people, but I know her second movie was originally going to be like Captain Marvel two, but now they're calling it the Marvels because it's going to be all three of them, including you know. Miss Marvel here, so Crash is doubling down. There's no way Captain Marvel doesn't show up. I'm telling you, she's got to show up, right? You think has that been confirmed or six confirmed? Okay, it's confirmed. Okay, uh, Loki season two. Bring next her on, year. exactly. Bring her on. Uh, Captain Marvel, the is Captain Marvel the most overhyped, underused character. Uh, I think when she shows up, she just proves that she's one of the most powerful characters. Like maybe she hasn't got enough screen time, like Endgame or whatnot. But when she does, she makes her presence most known. Overhyped, underused character. Um, kind of. I think it's it's a weird mix. Like I actually really like the Captain Marvel movie because it was set in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Phil Coulson. He's one of my favorite characters in the MCU personally. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, it was very heavy, heavy nineties. Uh, was, you know, it's spacey and cosmic. So, um, I had a blast and with that. Annette Bening was fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. I creepy. mean, you had Ben Mendelsohn, dude. Like, I'm hype on uh, that guy. Ben Mendelsohn, so good. Um, but I, I know that uh, there was. I don't. I don't remember some of the controversy around her as much. So it's being brought up and everything, and then she has never run. Yeah, I think that that's actually kind of a, becoming a part of a bit as well too. And they actually, Miss Marvel. They do kind of that. There's a bit about that about how she's like, well, why isn't she there to help with the, the right, right? You know, because I, I feel like if she stuff. does show up, it's gonna be OOP. You know, right, that's why she's right. not there. And I feel like that's why they made a point in Endgame for her to be like, there's a lot of space out there for me to cover. Right, and that's yeah. She's, that's why she's never wrong because right. she's so fucking far right. away because she's well, the like one she that can said, the, the, well, the Earth has the Avengers. Not every Earth or not every planet has the there Avengers. So. See, that's how they. That's how they. Uh, they, they, just, they just work that in there. Yeah. So that's why she's not fucking here all the time. That's their explanation. <laughs> Because, I mean, when she does show up, it's like, oh, fuck, dude. The bad guy's like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. She just came in and just took out Thanos' ship. Like, what do you want from us? Right. What do you want us to do? She's a fucking, she's a, she's OP, man. She's dope, though. I dig her. So make sure you check this out. Let us know your thoughts on it. Tone? Yep. Let's move on to uh, move on. your baby. 
The one show, that on, the only show that matters right now. Let's check out. Let's talk about episode five of Obi-Wan. Holy fucking shit. Good episode. <laughs> Holy this, this, this shit. This was probably the best episode of the series. I know that's probably, I know you felt really strongly about the last one, but I feel like overall, in terms of everybody's story arcs, I feel like this was the best episode that we've seen out of the box. We're not so going to spoil anything. We don't yeah, spoil no anything. spoilers. No spoilers. We don't spoil anything. No spoilers. Uh, I'm not going to get into any stuff, but I will say uh, in terms of... Um, no spoilers, guys. Uh, in terms of like what we've seen here. No, no, no. No, no, spoilers. no spoilers. We don't get into spoilers, guys. I'm not going into spoilers. Stick around. Somebody put that in the te- text set in the chat, whatever you got to do. Yeah. No spoilers. We don't no do spoilers. No spoilers. We're not going to get into any specifics, but no. you know, just, just general feelings on the show. I feel like it was the best episode to date. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like this was um, Reba's best episode <laughs> to date. I know she's been a point of contention due to her questionable acting at times and other times and I, would say, I would say uh writing uh mm-hmm. was also uh, an issue in multiple scenes but um i feel like this was her strongest episode mm-hmm. in terms of her character mm-hmm. arc um i really appreciated that side of it uh there was also some um some great uh some great yeah jay hill yes uh, stuff going on with um, uh, with, with vader and obi-wan that i thought was really good too it played out really really well like yeah. really well um some flashbacks this, like, episode three was pretty dope for a lot of reasons, and this one is definitely extra doper for a lot more of those reasons. And I think what I really like about this is just you're still continuing to see Obi-Wan grow again and have more faith and comfortability. Like, when you first see him, he's just... On Tatooine, just looks like a front butt, like crying. You know, like he just, <laughs> he just not into anything. Like even to get him out to do what he needs to do, and you know, you know, Bale having him help. It's just, it was just like he had to really push him. Right now, you're starting to slowly see like him come up with ideas, or you know, just right. trying to do something. Like you're seeing more, more of that, more of that confidence return and things in that nature. So, um, but yeah, the Riva, every you know, pretty much everything is starting to kind of like form like you now you're, you're learning the actual uh drive for these characters the motivations the motivations yeah. and things are things are coming full circle finally and it is things that some of us thought maybe um thankfully i think um but you know more importantly i mean you're just you're, you're getting just this great growth of a character who was once lost and i like a lot of people are pointing out the parallels from the episodes to a new hope empire strikes back this is like this this episode, very ironically enough, outside of maybe some Empire Strikes Back, actually got a lot of, again, and this is not the first time in the series, and this is done, I know, solely on purpose and probably a secret middle finger in the B for everybody. There's some shades, again, of The Last Jedi in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, take it or leave it at that. You know, I don't want that sick of that debate, too, but as a Star Wars fan. Uh, but, again, it was a really great episode, and, like, so great to the point where certain things happen, and I'm just like, as soon as I'm done, I got in my Star Wars signal channel. I'm like, fuck, that was fucking awesome. Like, Jesus, like, they they all started off this morning at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Like, well, that episode was awesome. Like, motherfuckers. <laughs> but, yeah, this this show has definitely had some growing pains to get where it's at, and I'm not saying it's a perfect show. You know, there's definitely some dialogue things and some questionable things still going on in the series, and I think we're just always going to have to deal with that fact. 
Um, but generally, as a Star Wars fan, it's still something really exciting because they're characters you care about, you know, and things like that. There was there was also some again there was some dialogue in this where I'm like, Jesus, can we get somebody here to fucking write some better dialogue for these characters? Because it's but like there's a certain character in this that I really care about the most, and I just want more of him. And this definitely uh, gave me some more of him, and I'm very excited about that. I just we got one episode left. Can we please That's get crazy? We have one. This was the dude, penultimate episode. We have one what more the to go. Fuck, ready? I just I I'm, I'm not gonna get it. I know I really wanted it, and I had one episode left. I it was just, I'm just I was hoping that maybe in this episode we were gonna get some Hondo Anaka from the Clone Wars. We still didn't get no Hondo, and it's, I think it's a goddamn shame that we probably won't get a live-action Hondo yet. That's all I fucking want. But, again, um, it, it, you know, like, I, at the end of this, we'll talk probably when the series is done, a lot of our critiques, and there's definitely going to be plenty of them, just like anything that uh, seems to be coming out of the Disney Star Wars camp these days. But, overall, I'm still having a good time with it. I feel like it's definitely got the perfect... The, it's got more heart than Boba Fett, whereas Boba Fett just... Boba Fett was like lost. Bo- Bo- yeah, Boba Fett was more in name and suit and look, and was just kind of missing some of that core in there. And that wasn't Tamura's fault. That wasn't you know Ming Na Wa's fault. That wasn't uh, anybody's fault like that. But it definitely was missing a little heart in there. And that, this this kind of has that heart at least still too. <laughs> I like what Brian says. I was always curious how Obi Wan aged so much between the prequels and A New Hope, but I get it now with him hanging out with young Leia. Kids age you like a motherfucker. That's they really funny. do. That's funny. Yeah, and Leia definitely uh, does enough just to keep you on edge. So yeah. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Cuddles. Uh, the trick is the last episode is actually going to be a Mando episode, and it won't even be a <laughs> finale. So, Dude, if Mando shows up, I'm turning that show off. The uh, So it is rumored that this has been greenlit for a season two. Oh, really? It, yeah, that was coming out last week. I'm really questionable about that because, again, like, you know, we start seeing the Squid Games getting them second seasons and things like like. Is this something that is going to need a second season? I guess we'll see at the end of this, right? Because there's only so much you can really fill in there when he's supposed to be just hanging out in Tatooine, right? Right, right. That mean right. like every fucking season. Well, that's new season time to get off planet and go somewhere else. Like, what? Like, come on. He's right. he's already not been watching Luke for days now. Yeah, that's like, a valid point. Kind of weird. A valid point. Kind of weird. So I mean, he could protect him from afar, I guess. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> is it bad? I don't even want to watch Squid Game season. Did you see what no. Netflix is doing? I don't think so. Did honestly, did you see the story? What they're doing? What? They're doing a reality. TV yeah, I show? fucking saw. They're that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. No, Sorry, I, everybody. Your your Netflix uh, will go up to five bucks next year, so they can do a fucking show. Yeah, dude. Uh, Squid Games is getting a reality show where 456 people battle for 4.56 million dollars. Is death going to be involved? Dude, I don't I'm give telling a you right shit. now. I was like, dude, it, uh, when I first saw this story, I immediately thought of Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm like. Here we go, dude. We are finally getting to live TV where people are being killed for money. Mm. Like, seriously, that's all I can think about was Running Man. I was like, finally, it's Fuck happening. Fuck it, YOLO. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, grab a bunch of people who are like, fuck, man, I could use 4.5. Will I kill somebody for it? Hell yes. Right. But no, obviously, it probably won't be Psycho. there. But I got to I gotta believe, man, for 4.56 million? It's got to be pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might not die, but I expect to see some fucking legs broken. Jesus, all right. Maybe a neck, like a spine ripped out or a spinal displacement or some shit. Like, $4.56 million if I, And if my price goes... Now, look. If my price goes up on Netflix, I want death. I want people to die. You're a psychopath. Well, you know what? If I'm paying for it, I want what I want. It is what it is. I hope there's a fat opera singer like Running Man. I can't remember that guy who was... Mr. Was it Mr. Electro? 
Because he was in that car and he was electric, and I think he was like, ah! Yeah, was, maybe, oh. yeah, yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> I think it was Electro was his name or whatever the hell uh, they came up with him. You're a psychopath. <laughs> um, I'm just telling you, man. I want to psychopath. Know. Okay, well, you know. Uh, Lacey, yes, I did. Uh, it is mentioned somewhere that because there's two sons on Tatooine, it does make you age faster uh, as such. Crash, um, no. Uh, let's see, moving on. Uh, he said he, 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 that's basically like rebels at that point. That wouldn't be any, I mean, that'd be kind of cool, but nah, I don't know. I, I just don't think that squid games, you know, we talked about that before. Like some things are just left best left alone, man. Yeah. But you know, Netflix is Netflix is Netflix. However, I do. I do like Hellraiser too. I mean, yeah, you, you do. I was watching that squid night. game becoming a product. Ironic. <laughs> Maybe will they have American gladiator shooting tennis balls in that'd be pretty sweet, man. No, I'm just saying, man. If it's four point five six million, there has to be some. It has to be high stakes, right? It has to be high stakes. And like four hundred fifty six people, four hundred fifty six people. What the fuck is the first game that has four hundred fifty six people? I hope it's the fucking like uh, hide and seek game. Or what's the game where you don't move peekaboo? Remember the first episode where they're all walking yeah. and then they got to freeze. I wonder that's and maybe they don't actually have maybe they have like guys with like tennis like tennis or uh, paintball guns. And that's what they use to shoot them. I don't know, but. Tennis balls with nails sticking out of them. See, uh, half-assed, he gets it. You guys are psychopaths. He fucking gets it, man. Red light, green light. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, red light, green light, man. Cuddles, you were probably a Nitro fan. That guy was an a-hole on American Gladiators. I could see you being <laughs> a big fan of Nitro. <laughs> Fuck Nitro. Man, I forgot all about Amazing Gladiators. No. American Gladiators. I would stay up for that shit. I think that came on after SNL or something like that, like late on 66 or some shit like that. We'd watch, like... American Gladiators would come on after that. And I think late, late, then Howard Stern TV would come on. And Did Saturday they try night. rebooting American Gladiators recently? I think within the last decade they tried doing something like that. But, like, it was always dumb. Like, why didn't you have the Gladiators fight each other? Except you had normal people fighting the Gladiators. Yeah. Like, that was boring. Boff was a, a Malibu all the way. I'm a big fan of Malibu. Uh, Crash says, I hate it's becoming a game show, but I completely... <laughs> I'd compete, y'all. I can't lie. I'd fuck that shit up. Oh, cra- Crash won't last 10 minutes, dude. Crash would be dead immediately. Female Jacks look like Rex Kwan Do's girlfriend. <laughs> Darla? <laughs> Darla? Is that what he's talking about? I think so. You want to run out kick to the face of these on, baby? Oh, my God. Somebody uh, block Josie Wells for 20 minutes, please. Break the wrist, walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to squeeze this into it. I forgot about this. No. We didn't do this last week before we get to the trailers. We do got to have this discussion. I feel like we're at, we're moving at a good pace right now, so we're going to squeeze it in. Are you ready, Tone? No. Let's see if it works. I don't even know if I have it set up right. Meme debate. That came through the... I guess it's a meme debate. Oh, it's a meme debate. Oh, we got a meme debate. We, we did. meant I forgot. to I did run I this to think last about it week. Yeah. We meant to run this last week. But we ran out of time because we were fucking drunk and going on three hours. So, we moved it to this week. We have another meme debate. Not a terribly difficult one. It's a little bit different, but I, I, I thought it was pretty easy. But Tone struggled a little bit early on. But we got to have a meme debate. So, this week, you can only pick two bars. Only two. He wanted three to be lenient. I said, fuck you, two. You can choose two bars. That's it. Can't choose any more than that. You choose two, the rest are gone. We have Snickers, Three Musketeers, Mr. Goodbar, Baby Root. Thank you. I was going to say, if you don't say it. Butterfinger. Eat my shorts. Payday. Milky Way. 
Grandma and Grandpa's 1,000, 100 grand. Where's Kate? Twix, the caramel version. Bullshit. And Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, not Reese's Pieces like Tone wanted because... They aren't candy bars. Not candy bars. Oh, uh, this is easy. I'm going to go Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Snickers next. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Snickers. Reese's that- everything numero uno. You could just put up all Reese's on there. Fast break, uh... The, the, the fast break is dope. The dude. the fucking nut rage, dude. The nut rages back in the day. Fuck, yo. Oh, man, there, there are some. I, I'm concerned with some of our viewers. There's Hang some on a questionable shit being coming uh, up there. Puddles and you are on the same page. You and Crash are on the that same page. That is the right page. answer, King. You goddamn. Josie right. Wells says Reese's and Butterfingers. Okay. But. Okay. Uh, Miss Can says Snickers and Twix. Uh, Dungeon says uh, Snickers and Butterfingers. Tricky says Twix and Reese's. J Hill Snickers and 100 grand, dude. That 100 grand is a sleeper hit, bro. I'm telling you. Brian Ball says Baby Ruth and Snickers. Baby okay. Ruth. Uh, that <laughs> that Baby Ruth scene from Caddyshack, hilarious. Uh, Lacey says Twix and Milky Way. Milky Way. Okay. okay. Tone. That's the only right answer. Uh, the Nutrageous are amazing. You're not wrong. Um, Three Musketeers with some vanilla sex and a rapper. Um, wait, wait, wait. What? Three Musketeers <laughs> is some vanilla sex in a rapper. Uh, Ms. Can says only uh, only because I've done, done all the rest. Oh, That's she okay. might not have all those over there. Uh, let's see. Take five needs to be up there, says Ball. Oh, take five. Okay. I think, right. Mr. I think Mr. Goodbar is definitely like a underrated hit as well, too. Dude, gun to my head. I know, Josie. I know. No whatchamacallit. That's what I said, too. Where's the fucking whatchamacallit, yo? He wanted 100 grand over whatchamacallit. I had Dude. whatchamacallit. He goes, no, what about no, 100 not grand? No, Whatchamacallit is what one of my all-time things, yo. Jeez. Strawberry Charleston, you get the shit out of here with that. What <laughs> the fuck? Who says that? Brian, I can't allow that one, dude. That's crunch what... bar? You got a crunch bar up there. It's called the 100 grand. It's better than crunch bar, trick. Oh, Recognize. Man. Oh, man. Score bars? Um, Abba Zabba? You my only friend. <laughs> what about a Zagnut? <laughs> zero? Zagnut. How about a zero? <laughs> uh, every zero? time I think of Zagnut, I think of Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like, hey. Remember, it's, it's yeah. the flies. Like, hey, you want yeah. one? Of these? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Heath bars are also me. I'm a big toffee fan. <laughs> M&M chocolate. Now you guys, now you're stretching it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, we're working a little too Let's hard. Let's pump the brakes here, all right? Uh, gun to my head, Tone. You know, I am. Kit Kats. It's weird Kit Kats not up there. That's why I said we should have more in pick three, but. I'm a fan of Snickers. But first up, I love Three Musketeers, man. I love the Three Musketeers. It's fucking weird. I do do that whipped chocolate inside is so good. It's fucking weird. It's but it's got flavor, man. Weird. Three Musketeers and upsetting Snickers. The upset payday. I I love am a, payday. a big fan of paydays, okay. dude. Okay. And I mean, I love peanut butter. I, I love Reese's. Reese's are great, but paydays just hit a different <laughs> way. That and three musketeers. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna follow suit. I'm not gonna do know, whatever else is. I'm gonna be a fucking edge lord. Reese's Snickers and fuck Reese's. Payday and three musketeers. Reese's pieces is one of the best blizzards I've ever had, hands down. <laughs> I swear to God. It, Reese's it's not pieces. Right. It's not bad. Reese's pieces. No, payday is actually amazing. Like, <laughs> I the three musketeers. I feel like every time I had it, I'm like, I could have not had that and been all right. You know, Butterfinger, I feel like you, you mentioned the other day. Butterfingers were better as a kid. Dude, I hate Butterfingers now. I chew those things, and I'm, I got like They're a, so good, I got a yeah, toothpick yeah. in my mouth for like an hour. Baby baby Roos are not too bad, but I'd rather just have the payday. Milky Ways are like uh, definitely way better. I mean, pretty much the only controversial one up there for me is the Three Musketeers. Okay, uh, Brian Boff, uh, Three Musketeers are trash. Okay, dude. I love you. 
We went to school together. Definitely, but I'm not afraid to to ban you for five minutes. (laughs) Three, he's right. (laughs) Three Musketeers are kind of trash, right? Not trash, dude. Three Musketeers are fucking sexy. They're kind of bullshit. Oh, you're kind of bullshit. They're kind of some bullshit. No, dude, they're so good. I kind of agree with the chat on this one. They're so good. I mean, the payday, I'm not going to fight you on. I think paydays are absolutely incredible. I'm a big I, I fan of those. Are, and you know what, dude? And, and I will say, um, if I want to go Dark Horse here, yeah. Mr. Good Bar. I'm telling you, it's a very underrated candy bar. Dar- dude, the Dark Horse here is Mr. Dungeons, you're trash. Ohio's trash. So I don't <laughs> trust your opinion on anything. <laughs> Unless it's beer. <laughs> then I'll listen to They're beer. filled with They're the filled best. They're filled with the best. Yeah, 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 I agree Somebody with that. Somebody put Brian Balfe in timeout. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, three Musketeers would be in the bottom half. Uh, you, know, you know what I've just discovered tonight? This community fucking sucks. This community is terrible. But I love you guys. But no, seriously, Mr. Good Bar is low-key underrated. Dude, so they make them in the big bars now again. You can find them at, like, Meyer and shit. Really? Because, you know, you get those candy packs that got, like, the the like the dark chocolate and, the you know, the, the Hershey chocolate. I always gravitate towards the Mr. Good Bar, I feel like, is the one that I just steal the most. I want that one. Tricky said he would rather starve than eat a Good Bar. Come on, dude. Really? Dude, I know you like nuts more than that. Don't even fuck with me. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that shit. He likes to juggle them around. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's chocolate and peanuts. Uh, you know what? Half ass says peanut butter M and M's better than Reese's Pieces. That's that's been coming up recently. But I will say this then: um, I'm pretty uh, sure peanut M and M's weren't in a movie. E. I will what say up? peanut M and M's are better than both peanut butter M and M's and better than Reese's Pieces. Peanut peanut M and M's are top because I man. love peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's are top tier. Peanut M and M's. I that's and that's that's see that's tough. That's tough for me as well too. How is a peanut butter M and M going to be better than a Reese's Pieces? There's Motherfucker, more, more peanut butter. Reese's Pieces. They paved the way for Dude, the peanut butter M and M. Peanut butter M and M's are paved basically the, the adult version no. of Reese's Pieces. No, Reese's they're the, Pieces. They're the big kids. Bro. Okay, here, here's my son Anderson. Here, you want some Reese's Pieces? Yeah, Dad, thanks. Cool. I'm having peanut butter M and M's. It's the big boys version. Nobody's gonna be eating. You're a fucking. Nobody's weirdo. gonna be eating peanut M M&M, peanut butter M and M's and doing this to their friends. They're gonna be doing that Reese's Pieces. Doing what? You know the ET thing where you put it on your finger, you're motherfucker. A, you're a fucking weirdo. Dude's right on this one. Thank you, Lacey. Or PB M and M's are great. They really are. This convo is taking me back to hitting up all those houses behind Myers on Halloween, dude. Dude, I know exactly what that dude. That was that the area back there in Shields. That's like, oh yeah, yeah dude. You were yeah. getting that high quality king size shit, and they'd always be like, take what you want. Yeah, and this is the only guy that's taking the Three Musketeers. <laughs> what is that shit? Hey, oh man. look, my guy, the Three Musketeers. Oh, that's great, son. <laughs> You're grounded. My mom and dad just standing there disappointed, like, Jesus right, Christ, that's right. our kid. Hey, your, your dad's like, can you miss the good bars out there, boy? See them good bars? No, but I got three musketeers. Yeah, no, three musketeers. Not my kid. I want another test. Thanks, dad. Beats the shit out of you. Unbelievable. What Dick about him. those shit show snow caps? You can only get a <laughs> snow caps. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But you know what, dude? Now, and we talked about it before we put this one together. We, we were thinking, like, this candy bars is obviously fucking amazing. But... You know what one we're going to do next at some point. Oh. I'm not going to tell you when. Excuse me. We're not going to let you prepare. But at some point. You guys l- are getting obscure out there. But but at some point, little Debbie. Yeah, we want to do a little Debbie. A uh, little de- Debbie uh, meme debate. And, and we're going to really put some thought on this one because I feel like there's some shit out there that people either forgot from their childhood <laughs> or there's dark horses. <laughs> like just these, these these things you just don't realize are super underrated because you can't always find these either sometimes. Yeah. Cuddles knows what's up. Yeah, oatmeal Dude. cream pie is definitely in top five. Because cream pies 
They're amazing. Probably oatmeal cream pie is probably my top three. Dude, do you know I'd be in heaven if I had this and an oatmeal cream pie and just going, uh, you know, just just uh, have it running down my the side of my face and uh, down my yeah. Just, You're a sick fuck. I'm just saying, dude, I'd be in cream pie heaven. Brian pie heaven. So I get made. F- so here's the thing, and I, I don't know if I've talked about. I've talked about it. The neck. Oh my god. So here's the thing, Brian. I can't believe I can't. Oh. So here's the Maybe thing. I'm disappointed. I get made fun of for a liking grandpa cereals. It's called B also loving grandpa candy. What the hell is grandpa cereals? Uh, like my favorite cereal is Crispix. It ain't chocolatey. It ain't marshmallowy. It's just Crispix. I also love, I love raisin bran. I love, I love all the, I love all the grandpa cereals. I'll eat the other cereals. I love cereal. It's, it's an amazing snack. But, um, the second thing I get a lot of shit for is grandpa candy love. Uh, cause I grew up, you know, still Warriors. in the eighties. Um, I love Werther's original. <laughs> you would. I do, uh, and I do. I got them at work, uh, and I love Necco wafers. I fucking love Necco wafers. And when they can't, originally they were canned about two or three years ago, pre-COVID. And uh, um, I don't know if that's still a thing, but uh, how were the originals? Tone's got a pile of Werther's originals sitting by his Xbox. I think were theirs is Werther's original sitting by his Xbox. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His autocorrect cooked in. Gotcha. Root beer barrels. Those weren't bad, dude. Rope beer barrels, yeah. I just I'm trying to think of if they were good. They were. I mean, I've had them in a long they time. They were close enough to root beer. I mean, it ain't like having a fucking. Was that the card candy or like the the no, wax? Like little, bar- like little barrels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I think they're all right. I yeah. those. But I like the um, like the Neapolitan Brock's candies and shit like that. Like the old like fucking coconutty like pink stripe. The 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 white. The, yeah, yeah. You know, because like you, you grew, I grew up getting bulk candy at fucking Meyer like that. But I would drink, eat a lot of bullshit like Grandpa Candy and Necco wafers. This is pretty top notch. Big fan. Hard butterscotch candies and the strawberry things, dude. Butterscotch. I'm a Chewing dude. Gum. When it comes to pudding, I used to love butterscotch as a kid. I thought butterscotch oh, was butterscotch like top tier. is is very top tier. It that was, was top tier. My mom sometimes would make the chocolate pudding, but throw peanut butter in it. <laughs> Whip peanut butter. Never did that. Whip no. some peanut butter up with your chocolate pudding. No, I know your mom likes to put peanut butter on me though. Hope she's watching right now, you piece of shit. I hope she is too, because she better get another jar of peanut butter. She was out last time I was there. Yeah, wash my laundry too. Ew, the Neapolitan coconut bars. What's wrong with the Neapolitan coconut bar? I don't know what the fuck those are. Uh, those are the things I was talking about. Those little Brock's candies. Honey buns, iced or glazed? Gla- uh, 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 glazed. I like them both because they're both awesome. <laughs> Honestly, you put you put either one in front of me. I'm yeah, gonna I was gonna say it, honey so. buns awesome, but I'm not gonna complain about either. Like it's. To me, it's either honey bun or zero, and I'll take honey bun all day. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. I've got. I've been on a cinnamon chewing gum kick lately. Got my grandma game going. My favorite gum is is cinnamon as well too, like big red. But I also red, love yeah. uh, fucking cinnamon gummy bears. Oh my fucking god! I'll go th- crazy on those ones too. Let me tell you guys a story about sugar free uh, jelly beans. She love my peanut butter. No, I don't. Don't. No. You've probably told that one before. That was the worst experience of my fucking life, dude. I thought it was a joke. Your butthole's like a void anyways. Dude, and then, and then, and then, the, uh, I, I went with the, um, I can't remember what it was. It was some kind of candy, but the it was sugar-free, but on the packaging, which was white, had like this lime green sugar-free that I didn't see. And as I'm sitting there smashing stuff, I'm like, ah, these are so good. And then I finally, when I turned the lights on, because I was playing a game when I was when I was smashing the whole bag, I looked at the bag and I was like, oh, sugar free is almost fucking transparent. And it happened again. It's pretty horrible. 
Didn't you shit yourself eating the gummies? Yes, I did, Crash. Well, no, I didn't shit myself, but uh, sure he did. <laughs> no, no, I really didn't. I really didn't. I just remember the the time that I ate all those um, sugar-free uh, gummy bears. Um, I remember I went to bed, and I, I mashed a whole bag. And I went to bed, and it was like uh, 1030, and I just heard this, like this bubble gut going on. And from that moment on till about three, uh, I spent most of the night in the bathroom. Yeah, and I mean, dude, I thought for as much <laughs> as I had gone to the bathroom, I thought for sure I would be 40 pounds less. <laughs> like it was, it was horrific. And then I went on to Amazon and then seen all the comments on the sugar-free stuff. And it, dude, if you guys want to laugh, go to Amazon and just read the reviews on the sugar-free gummies or the sugar-free jelly beans. What's the ha- is it Habros? Habros. Habros sugar-free. And, dude, when you go to read the comments, mm-hmm. there's, like, thousands and thousands of reviews. And they're hilarious. I remember one going, uh, yeah, I bought a pack of these for my, uh, my mother-in-law for Christmas. Good times. <laughs> uh, do you... Dude, the uh, gastro thingy is not going to help me at all, bro. I'm beyond. I'm beyond that point. Yeah. But no, I, I know. Hey, you know, I embrace my new title in the Discord. I embrace that Shardicus. When when I heard that, I was like, you know what? I dig it, and that's who I am now. I was actually going to have it right here under my name. I actually might do that next week. I'm going to say Shardicus right here, aka Shardicus. Think that'll be that'll give our show some credibility? No. You think it'll make us look cooler? No. Because I'm putting it on there. Shardicus 2, Dark Days. Dark shit. Dark Stains. Dark Stains. There you go. There Very you dark go. Stains. I think that'd be fucking dope. I'd be cool with that. All right. Last week, we uh, missed a couple trailers. Now, somebody mentioned the new Nope trailer. Tone, you watched it. Yeah, don't. And uh, I'm not going to air that because I heard it's very spoilery. So like, I feel like that ruins the everything. Like, everything's given away now. So I am. we are not going to air the new Nope trailer simply because so I don't want to spoil it. And I love, I love Jordan Peele's movies, and I love the mystique behind them, <laughs> and I love the twist. Uh, so, no, we are not going to run oh, excuse me. that trailer tonight. But we are going to run a couple trailers that we talked about last week. Uh, I know there's been a lot of trailers that have come out this week, but... <laughs> well, it's it it king. It gives away. <laughs> was that you that asked? I don't remember. I it gives away Cuddles literally. Wants to air, so nobody goes see it because he's not a Jordan Peele guy. It it pretty much like when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh okay, I guess we're just gonna out what everything is. Cool. Uh, I just yeah. Once I heard that, I was like, I don't want to see it. I, I haven't even watched. It. I have not watched the trailer. I'm one month away from watching this movie, so I'm just not gonna watch the trailer. Mm. Especially if it because that's what I liked about the first trailer when it came out. I was like, oh, this is so so mysterious. Like what? Could this be? What could be mm. the, the reason? And I, I don't know how spoilery the second trailer is, but the way you talk about it, I was like, I'm not fucking watching I was this. really bummed about that. Am not watching it. But we do have a pair of trailers we're going to check out tonight. We're going to check out this first one right now. This is for Mission Impossible 7 Dead Reckoning Part 1. How do you do Part 7 and then Part 1? Oh, I don't know if it says it's 7, but anyways, let's check it out. <laughs> Now, look, I am going, I will always be 
a Daniel Craig fan. I'm always going to love his Bond movies. And I'm always going to be a Bourne fan. Mm-hmm. I love the Bourne movies. I actually thought the Bourne movies were like top tier. When those came out, I was like, this is the new mm-hmm. the new spy espionage guy Agreed. for sure, Jason Bourne. But, dude, the way Tom Cruise has taken this franchise after Ghost Protocol and Fallout and now this. There's another one in there as well. I can't remember the, the subtitle of it. But, dude... His movies, the Mission Impossible movies, have come a long ways from the first one, the Brian De Palma first one, the John Woo second one. And then it was the, you know, when we did the first two, it was Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt, the front guy. He's the main character. He's the main character. We had Luther, you know, Luther was in there, and you know, and he was an integral part of it. But it was always about the focus on Ethan Hunt, and even more so in in Mission Impossible 2. But when we got to three... Mm -hmm. When we brought in, uh, the, we had Philip Seymour Hoffman as the bad guy, and we brought in Simon Pegg, and we brought in some of these other. That's when they kind of evolved into the team aspect which of it. Which it was supposed to kind which of Which it was be always that. supposed to be, exactly. It was always supposed to be. And once they did that, mm-hmm. it changed the whole dynamic of the movies. Like, look, Tom Cruise, you can say what you want about his personal life. Guy's out there, he's done some wild shit. But when it comes to his movies, he is a very meticulous person he's very particular about things he's very uh, he wants everything to be authentic he wants he's a perfectionist through and through when it comes to his action movies now we can argue about the mummy whatever you can say what you want to say about the mummy but when it comes to the mission impossible movies or even top gun recently this guy just does not fuck around with mm-hmm. his movies anymore and you know what i think as an actor and uh, probably and honestly i think he is right now the biggest actor and like the biggest star in the world he generates more money than anybody all of his movies are just massive right. movies. When you take yourself as the front guy, yes, you're part of a team, but when you're doing stunts that legitimately, legitimately put your life in danger, what, that legitimately have insurance people on the set right, right, panicking because they're like, you want to fucking do what? <laughs> right. You want to hang off the side of a fucking cargo plane as it's taking off? Right. You want to fucking halo jump from a plane? You want to jump off? You want to fly a helicopter and do a tailspin? What? This guy doesn't fuck around with his movies anymore, dude. And the thing is, I also feel like he's also done kind of like what we like what they've done with like um, uh, uh, Cobra Kai. He's brought back a lot of characters and connections to the first one. We didn't see that so much in three, right. but like now we we uh, I don't know if you remember Max from the first one, her daughter. Yeah. Is the one that's with them now. We know Luther's still a part of it. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, fucking awesome, Henry Azerni is back as Kittredge from the first movie. Yeah. He's back with the CIA and he's back putting pressure on Hunt. I thought when dude, when this trailer ran and I saw Kittredge, I was like, This is fucking incredible, yeah, dude. That's pretty wild to bring comeback full circle. They like bring that. these characters back to mm-hmm. a to a series. I mean, fuck, man, the first mission impossible was like nineteen ninety five or nineteen ninety six. Yes, it's like 25 years ago. Henry Zerny is like the guy that's like hunting Hunt. <laughs> but here he is again in this trailer, and you're just like, bruh. Mm-hmm. Henry Zerny is back as kid. That's fucking awesome. They've just they've done so well at just like completely just bringing all these characters back and making them relevant and putting them in meaningful roles. And, Dude, at the end of this trailer, when you see uh, Tom Cruise ride off a bike on a bike and jump off a mountain, that's him doing that stunt. Like he's literally 
driving off a cliff and falling. It's fucking wild, man. He doesn't care. He just wants it to be authentic. He wants it to be exciting. He wants it to put... He's like making action movies, what they haven't been in a long time. Dude, we haven't seen this type of like practical, death-defying stunts since like Raiders or Temple. I mean, it's been a long time since actors have sat there and put their lives at risk. Or they have stunt people putting their lives at risk to make these scenes edgier seat exciting. Uh, his best role was Tropic Thunder. Change my mind. It's really hard to argue that. Les Grossman? Les Grossman. Yeah. Seriously, one of the best performances. Dude, the, the Tropic Thunder is like right up there with like Kingpin or like, mm. like the uh, Big Lebowski for me. It's just like, it's a classic, man. It never, ever fucking gets old. And everybody in that movie is incredible. But your thoughts on this trailer, Tommy? I mean, I know you got to get caught up again on the Mission Impossible Yeah, I'm, I'm a few behind at this point, but I've always enjoyed them. I actually felt like the first one never got the love because it was heavy espionage, which is what I loved about it. Um, the second one was John Woo, so I was way into that, of course. The Third John one, Woo one got a lot of shit, actually, and I, I love that one. I, yeah, fuck I that. Love that one. Um, Philip Seymour is... Uh, third one's amazing as well, too. And yep, awesome villain. Fourth, I can't seem to recall, but I I think no, the I think fourth one is four. when they brought in Jeremy Renner. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Showed. I think he I'm up to up four. four and five. Yep, yep. I think I'm up to four, but... There was Ghost Protocol, and I can't remember the, <clears throat> the fifth one. There, it goes Ghost Protocol, something else, Fallout, and uh, this one. Yeah, I, I know I want to get caught up because this looks awesome. I enjoy... And know, I love the cast, dude. Everyone yeah. in this movie is yeah. good. I mean, Simon Pegg, you got uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, that's, that's my girl, man. I love, love, love Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, Ving Rhames. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, no. It's amazing. Game. We saw Dell from uh, Ozark. I don't know if he's the big bad in this movie. Uh, Mission Impossible Days of Thunder was my favorite. Days of Thunder was just uh, a hilariously bad movie. Uh, but I, 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 I used movie. to watch it a lot as a kid. I used to watch it a lot as a I kid. I love Days of Thunder. Him and uh, I remember it was, um, who was Rusty? Who was Rusty Wheeler? Um, it was Yondu. Yeah, Yondo. I can't think of his name off. Can't remember the name off the top of my head. Rogue Nation. Thank you, Rogue Nation. That that's what it was. Crash. Um, and Kerry Elwes was the other driver, and Randy Quaid before he went crazy was the owner, and then Robert Duvall was the car guy. Yeah, Nicole Kidman was the doctor. I mean, it was yeah. just it was a great cast, uh, but it was just a goofy ass flick. But no, Days of Thunder is actually a kind of a guilty pleasure. That's I awesome. Definitely I fucking that. love that movie. But no, M- Mission Impossible. This is Dead Reckoning Part One. Now I don't know. If um, I can't remember the bad guy's name in the last one. He's been actually the bad guy in the last couple, and I know he doesn't die at the end of Fallout. Uh, I can't help but wonder if he's going to continue to be a nuisance to hunt in this one or if there's something else brewing. But I uh, I fucking love these movies, dude. I love these movies. I think they're just – they get better and better. It's like – like here's the thing. The difference between this and like Fast and the Furious – I know all the time, every time these Fast and Furious movies come out, the reviews continue to get better and better. And every time I watch them, I'm like, these movies are just getting worse and worse. When I watch Mission Impossible, I'm like, these are actually getting better and better. Like, they just continue to evolve. The story running gets good. The action is edgier seat, fucking believable. And it's just compelling. Great casting, great acting, great performances, great action. Tom Cruise just knows how to make a fucking exciting movie right now, dude. That's just the way it is. He just knows how to make an exciting fucking movie, and I can't wait for this coming out in July 2023. Hype. Hype as fuck. So, dope-ass trailer there. It's all about family. It's all about family. family. All right, this next trailer, this is a Tone special. Mm -hmm. This is something that Tone almost cried last week because we didn't air it. Right. Wait, critics say the Fast Furious movies keep getting better. Yes, dude. If you look at the rotten scores, they continue to they continue to grow. Every time a Fast Furious, they're like, oh my god, it's even better. 
every time I watch, I'm like, these are just fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, hey, you know what I know? I don't know shit because the movies make a ton of fucking money and people love it. So, mm-hmm, I digress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. New bad guy called Whisper, played by Val Kilmer. Ooh, that'd be dope. I watched them, uh, but just as crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. They're fucking stupid. All right. Let's check out this next trailer for Beavis and Butthead to the universe. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ignition. <laughs> Disregard that at the top of the screen. It's not July. It's uh, next weekend. June 23rd. Paramount well, Plus. Guess Beavis what we're watching, Graston. <laughs> Do the universe. Uh, Tone, <laughs> I'm going to let you uh, take the mic here, man. Uh, get me hyped, dude. I am a super fan. Uh, this was, this is my childhood. This is, there's three things I can paint that was my childhood, like far as things that I watched that shaped my humor. Certainly Beavis and Butt is in that top three along with like Kevin Smith and probably something like in Living Color or something. Um this 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 has me so excited. Listen, they <laughs> so in the early two thousands, Time Life would do like here's these special sets you can buy for four installments of twenty four ninety nine, right? <laughs> I bought the Time Life Beavis and Butthead episodes. There's like vo- like eight volumes of them, right? Really? So hyped to get these DVD, mind you. Not a single one of the motherfuckers had the music videos. You know how mad I was after spending like a hundred and twenty something dollars on these fucking things. What'd you learn? Fuck the music industry for one. Because <laughs> they had to, I'd rather the see rights. a Doug movie. I do no, like Doug. No, um, Doug be, was sweet, man. Cuddles, ban yourself. Um, <laughs> when <laughs> the movie came out, when Do America came out, we skipped high school to go see this at a local theater. We're local, close for us, right? I'll never forget. We went about our tickets because we were worried that there were going to be a line for them. Don't worry, there wasn't. But we bought our t- <laughs> we bought our tickets. We bought our tickets. Went back to Taco Bell, feasted, and then went back to the movie and uh, um, you know, had a blast with that. And then like like I bought the soundtrack on CD, listened to it. Still love uh, um, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers' Roller Coaster of Love. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, the series did make a comeback uh, in the 2011 time frame. They put more episodes out, and those were just as awesome. We watched them. That's when all the roommates were up this weekend. Mm-hmm. When that was when we were all living together. So every weekend, like a Thursday or something, they would drop new episodes. It was just like Game of Thrones for us. Like yeah. Sunday's yeah. Game of Thrones, Wednesdays and Thursdays, Beavis and Butthead, and we would watch every episode. <laughs> and it'd be done. We'd be like, "Fuck!" Just like getting yeah, Game of Thrones. Like we want more kind of thing. Like it was still awesome. They did the videos and everything. So listen, Mike Judge has never stopped to me being funny. Like he just he's always evolving. Like I didn't get deep into King of the Hill like a lot of folks did. I know people love King of the I Hill. I watched a little bit of it, man. You know? I, thought, I, thought, I thought it had its moments, but obviously after when you think of something like Beavis and Butthead and then you, go, you transition to King of the Hill, I think there is kind of like a lot to expect of your, your following. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, there were people from Beavis and Butthead who did follow along and go with it. But I mean, you know, like you said, Mike Judge is just, he's funny, whether he's doing shows, movies, mm-hmm. like off The Office or anything like mm-hmm. that. The guy's just, he just has, he has a mind. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, listen, the the antics that go on between, like, some of the funniest comedic moments that I have and probably still use as bits these days from Beavis and Butthead. And everybody loved when they're sitting there and they're making or not fun the, of. not The Office, Office Space. Go office ahead. Space, yeah. When they're making fun of the music videos. I mean, if you go back in time and you look how... how they impacted, I mean, it's just like anything else. Like, you look at the 80s with the satanic panic with D&D. 90s had their blip on the radar. It came out with Beavis and Butthead when that kid burned down his yep. his house and shit like that. And yep. they were trying to blame Beavis and Butthead like he watched it. And that then, Beavis and Butthead was basically my South Park. Yeah. You know, because, like, once I got to South Park, came out. Then it was, like, I was in college and, and, and I was past that. But, like, 
that was my be- that was my South Park because my parents were like, you can't watch this. Right. Yeah. You can't watch this. It's so bad. Right. Same. So like I would have to go to my, my grandparents were the only ones that had satellite out in the country to be able to watch anything like this. They had the MTV. So that's where I would go and stay up late as fuck watching nonstop uh, buzzbin clips and new new videos coming out. Beavis and Butthead, Aeon Flux and all their other animations. Sure. Daria and stuff like that as well, too. <laughs> <laughs> Diarrhea. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I I am super stoked, and I know that I'm like a you know a, a small amount of people out there that still enjoy or grew up on this sort of shit. But again, like I said, this is my childhood, dude. So I am super stoked. They like I said, they create a lot of uh, uh, waves back in the day and got uh, blamed for a lot of different things as well too. It was a phenom, just like when South Park came around came around early, you know, late what ninety eight or whatever ninety seven. That became a phenom as well too, you know. And um, this is not meant for anybody but people like me. No, no. Again, this is kind of for like you said, it's a niche audience. Oh yeah, I'm uh, an audience that's looking for some nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And no, I'll, I'll watch this shit. I'm expecting this just to be juvenile fun. Like this is mm-hmm. just going to be shenanigans. It's just like, you just, saw the jokes. You know who? You know if if you know, you know. You know what you're getting. Yeah, I'm not looking for anything different. Yeah, There's man, a reason nobody, why I enjoy this. Nobody's going into this thinking. I mean, but <laughs> the thing that was always interesting about Beavis and Butthead is there was always Sorry, some social. Like just undertones. Like there were little things in the show. You're just like, oh, that's actually. It, it was more clever Mike, than you would Mike think. Mike Judge. He under. He knew. Hit a pulse on everything. Mike. Yeah. Mike Judge gets things. Yeah, he gets it. And like he would. He, he sure they wouldn't be. Some of them were very very subtle. But when you stood ba- when you stood back and you look at the grand grand scheme of what he's telling in his story, there are some underlying social issues that he addresses. Mm-hmm. But it's all through that crude juvenile behavior, mm-hmm. that crude juvenile humor. But if you if you step back and you think about it, you can appreciate how smart Mark Ju- Mike Judge is. Like he really mm-hmm. knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about when he when he does these stories. No, this is, yeah, this isn't trying to brain bust anything. <laughs> That's not what people's butt does at all. Yeah, this is not deep seated no. stuff. But no. he is smart enough to work certain angles in there mm-hmm. to where you're like, oh, I, uh, we're, if you if you're looking for toilet humor, you're gonna get it. Mm-hmm. But if you stop for a second, you also appreciate some of the Correct. smarter shit that he's got mixed in there. So Any, anybody else ever play Hawkaloogie on the PC growing up as a kid? The the MTV Beavis and Butthead game. You literally are on top of Highland High School, and you hold the mouse down. You can use either Beavis or Butthead. I think they were different on their loogies and how many they got. But cars <laughs> would drive by, and then the squirrel would end up on like the 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 school sign, and you would get most points if you can nail that squirrel from Hawk and Loogie. You have to hold down and learn your time. Yeah, fucking hours playing that. Uh, Josie says, "Is Utter it? King. It's better than Bob's Burgers." I never saw Bob. I never watched anything of Bob's Burgers. Very. I mean, but I know it has its it has its, it has its audience. You don't make a movie if the show ain't any good. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't have an audience. So. All right, I don't mind it. There's some fun. There's some really good funny humor in that as well too. Is it really? I've never I've never mm-hmm. watched an episode. I, I mean, of I'm not days. like my my wife's a super fan, but I'm just like not top tier stuff, but good, decent. I, I just like, like I like the ma- the voice uh, voice actor. Um, he does Archer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like Bob. I like Bob's Burgers. I just don't love it like a lot of people do. Like, um. But I've also it's playing nonstop in my fucking house. I like more on the nose toilet humor. Yeah. Oh, I, it's it's where I'm at, dude. Mm-hmm. I want some just sick ass humor. But uh, no, we can expect to. Uh, we'll definitely be covering that. That comes out next weekend, uh, so we'll definitely watch it. Man, next weekend we're actually gonna have a couple movies to talk about. Next weekend is hype, dude. Because not only are we gonna have Beavis and Butthead do the universe, we're also gonna have Black Phone. We get to see Ethan uh, Hawks. Yeah. A horror movie that comes out next weekend. So we'll have uh, a beefy show 
for July or the week leading up to the 4th of July. We'll have a lot of stuff to mm-hmm. talk about in terms of – because I think we'll have the Obi-Wan f- – or no, Obi-Wan finale. Maybe we'll do a little bit of a deeper dive for Obi-Wan uh, that week of um, the 4th of July before yeah. we get to it. After next week? Yep, after yeah. next week. Because, like, next week we'll do we'll stay spoiler-free, and then the following week maybe we'll do a little bit of a deeper dive. I'm honestly just watching for Tina and Louise. Well, the son, I think, has some of the best lines, though. He has, like, really, like – toilet humor lines and his dad will be like gene yes gene he'll be like, like don't say that like he'll say something on the nose and i'll be like i'll be in another room like did he just say what i think he said and everybody's like yeah i'm like oh shit yeah. oh elvis comes out next friday too another another tom hanks flick we got a busy week next weekend man uh, we got a lot of really movies coming out next week Elvis movie bad it's gonna be crazy we got a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. to, wa- lot of stuff mm-hmm. to watch man all right let's move on to our next topic obviously uh the week the last show we talked about the uh playstation state of play uh, this weekend, this past Sunday, we had a big showcase. We had, obviously Summer Game Fest is going on right now, uh, and the Xbox Bethesda showcase was one of the uh, ten poll shows that was gonna, supposed to drop during Game Fest. Uh, we saw uh, a lot of games. I think there was thirty plus games that we saw during this presentation, about an hour, uh, hour and thirty minutes, hour and forty minutes. Um, there was a lot of great stuff here, and we also saw that over the next 12 months, the next 12 months, and I think that's interesting to point out because I thought Diablo 4 would be a fall title, but this thing, as of right now, along with all these games, are coming to Xbox, PC, and there are some games in here that are coming to PlayStation as well, which is really weird. They had an embargo where the new Persona games, uh, the P- not so much PS, uh, Persona 4 or Persona 5, but uh, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 are also coming to PlayStation. But they had a weird embargo where the press couldn't even announce it for 48 hours until after this event. Like, Microsoft really wanted them to think it's only Throw on up. Xbox. Anyways, all these games, and there's a lot of them, are coming to Xbox over the next 12 months. And a lot of them, not all of them, but most of them, are also hitting Game Pass, which is fucking dope. Again, Game Pass, at this point, you guys... If you don't have Game Pass and you have an Xbox or a PC, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Can't help you. Can't help you. But, Tom, we saw a ton of shit. Uh, and we're going to talk about some of the games that stood out to us. And, obviously, uh, the one last thing, uh, we'll, we'll address uh, Starfield here shortly. But, um, Tom, we, we saw all this stuff, man. Is there anything? That, I mean, first of all, overall presentation, I thought it was great. I thought this was a great presentation. Anytime that you just roll trailer after trailer after yeah. trailer with very few moments where you bring on some, you know, I don't mind hearing from game directors and people who make the games, but when you have like somebody like, look, I like Phil Spencer, but I don't want to hear what Phil Spencer has to say. I want to hear what the game developers have to say. And I want to see the fucking trailers. I like Phil. I think Phil's great for the industry. He's great for Xbox. He does a great job there. But I thought overall, this was a great presentation for an hour and 30 minutes. We saw a shit ton of games um there was a lot of great titles and you know in 2022 uh i'd say one of the titles i'm most excited about uh from xbox is going to be scorn that comes out on october 21st it's a horror game we saw more of that at this presentation Mm -hmm. i'm on board for that shit i don't know how you feel i know you're a a horror fan obviously i mean shit dude if you look at this now we have scorn in october then we have callista protocol in december and then we have what Resident Evil, or no, um, Dead Space in January, and then we have Resident Evil 4 Remastered yeah. in March. We have a lot, uh, dude, I'm a lot of you, horror. If y'all like horror, you like horrors. Uh, we're eating good. 
But the first standout for me was definitely Scorn. I was really excited about Scorn. Um, I really want to play it. It's coming to Game Pass. Really excited for that one. Uh, Tom, what else uh, stood out to you in this? What was that Metroidvania one? I keep forgetting his name. The Last Case of Benedict Fo- Benedict Fox, yeah. was comes out, uh, which comes out in 2023. That's the Lovecraftian. With the, the Lovecraftian that Metroidvania. Very, yeah, that one, that one got me really hyped. Honestly, the big one for me, really random too, because it's coming everywhere. Was honestly seeing more Diablo Four. Oh my god, dude, that yes. was that was the big one for me. That was what I was the most excited to see. Um, just because I, you know, it's fucking, you know, I know you guys are all on the mobile thing. I'm still. Hit or miss, I guess, on that. But um, a true sequel to some Diablo, though, having four and seeing some gameplay and how fucking gnarly that looked, and it's and it's fucking crossplay. Like yes, crossplay, cross you know, progression. The big the yes, the big games are That's now huge. starting to be yep. crossplay, and I feel like that isn't like it's something we've been complaining about wanting for a long time around here. And now that it's starting to happen, nobody's talking about it loud enough. Like, cross-play, cross-saves. Yes, this is happening. Like, we're finally getting full on to that point. It's yes. getting better now. You know, Evil Dead, you know, take or hate, whatever it has been going on with Evil that Evil Dead recently. implemented one of the best cross-play uh, cross systems because, a lot, like, like, for example, with Capcom, um, you, can, uh, you can go on there now and you can – Link your accounts and whatnot. Like, yeah. you, you know, I link my accounts for Street Fighter Six. Yeah, uh, I won't play it, but I mean, uh, much. But I linked my stuff up, so I was ready to go. But the thing about Evil Dead that's fucking dope, and why I feel like they handle it the best I've seen so far is. With some of these other publishers, when they do crossplay, you have to go to BlizzNet and create an account and link everything. Fuck all that shit. The way Evil Dead does it is it just whatever fucking platform you're on, yeah. that's your fucking name. Now, look, I. The reason you have to link your stuff to Camcom and to Blizznet is so you can do cross-progression. Mm-hmm. That's important. You can't do cross-progression in Evil Dead because it's linked to your username. I get it. Whatever platform you're on. But in terms of like accessibility and ease of use, yeah. Evil Dead has nailed it. But you know, Evil Dead is a different type of game. Diablo, now, that's a game where I think cross-progression is super fucking important. That's now, huge. Did they, did they announce, and I don't know if anyone saw it. I don't know if you saw on Diablo's post, if anyone can confirm this or look this up. Is Diablo 4 going to get a port to the Nintendo Switch? I don't think they even talked about that. I don't think they did, and they probably won't because that thing would probably fucking melt the Switch. But that, honestly, honest to God, man, that's the only time when you have cross-play... The only time I give a shit about the Switch is when cross-progression is mentioned. Because then I can take my Switch with me if I go somewhere right. and continue my character. Unfortunately, it seems that Diablo 4 will not be releasing on the Nintendo Switch. So for myself, cross-progression doesn't really matter to me mm-hmm. because I'm always going to play on console and I'm always going to just play on one. If cross-play is there, I don't give a fuck what system I'm on. Mm-hmm. You know, I like collecting... At the at that time, it just comes down to I like collecting achievements or trophies. I'm more of a trophy guy. I'll play it on PlayStation. Cross-play is a thing. I don't fucking care. Now, if Nintendo Switch were to get a port down the line, cross-progression becomes sexy as fuck. It becomes sexy as fuck well, because Well, what about xCloud? You know what? If X Cloud, that's a valid point. That's a really good point. It's a really good point. Of course, it wouldn't be on Switch. It isn't rated T. Hey, man, Diablo three is on Switch, and that game runs fucking phenomenal. That I will still argue to this day that is one of the best ports ever for the Nintendo Switch. That game runs flawlessly and looks just as good. It's a sexy ass port, so it bums me out that we will not be seeing uh, a Switch on there. First up, the Switch simply isn't as powerful as the PS4 and Xbox One. Games that run on the consoles are near sixty frames. Uh, I mean, hey, look. 
I would argue that Diablo 3, even though it's a PS3 game, Xbox 360 game, or I'm sorry, PS4. What, did it start on 360 and PS3, though? Yes. It did start there. And it did get ported over to the PS4 and Xbox One. That game still ran at 60 frames, and that thing was sexy as fuck on the Switch. So I don't know if I really go buy into that. Maybe it's just the sheer side. Now, this is a different Diablo game. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're talking about now. a decade long. I mean, Diablo 3 came out in, like, 2011, that's a valid 2010. Point. That's a valid point. You know what I mean? And um, the good news is, though, is that there's rumors of a new Switch coming. So no, I mean, there's always rumors of a new Switch yeah, coming. Just you saying. Know? Just give it beefy. But, Tone, no, I'm with you, man. Like, when, when they ran this trailer, we learned a lot about what Diablo 4 is. And it sounds like it's going to be taking a lot of the stuff that makes right. Diablo Immortal so impressive. And the thing that I remember Dungeons, the first time he jumped into Diablo Immortal, he was like, oh, they MMO'd this bitch. It's an open, shared world. There's people everywhere. It's a, it's a shared world. Now, obviously, this being a full-price game, this is not coming to Game Pass. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's coming to Game Pass. If you look at this graphic, Diablo 4 is up at the top left of 2023. There is no Game Pass above it. This is a full-on price title that is going to be supported for years to come. This is, a li- this is essentially becoming a live service game, much like Diablo Immortal. Which is interesting because it is Active Blizzard. It is Active Blizzard. So, now, whether or not... They're going to do their bullshit that they did with the mortal. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people that are, have spoken, uh, have shared their displeasure with, with the mortal and some of the pay-to-win aspects of it. For this being a full-on price title, I don't – and they've already – you know, they've said that anything that you can purchase is either going to be cosmetic only or expansions. So none of this fucking, hey, I need some resources to boost my stuff. That's not going to be in this game, supposedly. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Active Blizzard's a little is like a little EA. Mm-hmm. They got a little EA mm-hmm. in their blood. But uh, tone the, the, what we saw from this trailer, dude. The, there was multiple things at the show. We're gonna see outposts that we have to raid that we can turn into new cities that we can go into mm-hmm. and and set up camps. PVP. But Christ, dude, the one thing that really shot to me was the world events. Yeah, man. Dude, when that portal opened up and that giant beast came through and like tons of people started getting in on the action, getting in on the fighting, I was like, whoa. Okay, I love. Do I, for my, me personally, I love world events. I love public events that just kick off. I mean, I, I didn't play WoW or anything like that, but when I first played Destiny, I remember when public events kicked in. I was like, "Oh, this is dope!" Right. I'm just in this fucking area doing uh, patrols and and whatnot, and all of a sudden something kicks off. Like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" Oh, it's a public event. Cool. When I saw this in Diablo, I was like, "Okay, I can do this." If there's one game. That has a better loot system in place. It's always going to be Diablo. I love their loot system in Diablo. It's better than Destiny's. I love needing a grind. And if you take something like Diablo and move it into a live service type of situation, even more so than Diablo three was, it's gonna be hard to put this one down. Sure, dude. sure. I think you know Diablo clearly was a big thing. I think for me, um, you know, and this is and for perspective for everybody's perspective here, like. My problem is, is like, it's funny as we're sitting here talking about Diablo 4 and they showed all these games, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing really jumped out to me. I mean, the, here's the thing. And, and, and very honestly, I'm already seeing it with the, the PlayStation upgrade too, which I assume was going to happen. Um, Game Pass is great. It's gaming on a budget. But I've said this before numerous times here. That's exactly what the games you're kind of getting on there. So, like, nothing really jumps out to me. I only have time to play, for the most part, 
90% of the time, big titles. So I'm looking for big titles. That's, you know, all the little stuff in between is going to be great for those who want to play them, mm -hmm. who get the value of Game Pass, because I do not get the value of Game Pass for $15 a month at all. Mm -hmm. You know, so for those folks that do, that's great. But, like, I'm looking for the big stuff. That's 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 the I want the meaty stuff, and that's why I gravitated, you know, mostly to like Diablo and even really kind of to a degree Starfield as well too. So, you know, I know there's a lot of folks out there that are excited about a lot of these this stuff, but again, like when you're paying for a service, you're you, you know like the big stuff that you want to see. Like I just wasn't feeling that or seeing that. There's some good stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but for me, I'm just like it was all right. And then you know to kind of be equate that with the new PlayStation launch this week. Before I haven't even upgraded that yet, too. I went on there and started looking at the games. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, right. You know, what the fuck? You know, so, I mean, you know, again, people are going to find value out there. But, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. These aren't, like, big, huge AAA games as well, too. And not that you can't find fun and entertainment in those, and that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for $15 a month, I kind of feel like if they want to pull me into it, you got to come swing a little bit harder. Right. Uh, one one game that did definitely stand out to me was Arcane Studios Redfall. Now we heard a little bit. Of, it's that's been a, the big one. I'd say that's probably the biggest one. That I really think that's the, the one talk. that had the best showing because mm -hmm. we hadn't really seen any gameplay. Mo the last time we saw Redfall when it was first revealed was all CGI trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, but when we got to the actual gameplay of it, look, look, I love Arcane. Okay, I think Arcane is great. The Dishonored games mm -hmm. are fucking fantastic. Prey, for by all accounts, is is a great game. I am a huge fan of Arcane Studios. And so for them to create a Left 4 Dead style cooperative shooter that still allows you to approach every scenario differently with your those unique powers, those unique weapons. Arcane Studios is 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 criminally underrated underneath the Bethesda umbrella. I mean, there's mm -hmm. always Bethesda Game Studios and Machine. Uh, yeah, games. I would I would debate they're one of their better Arcane ones. Arcane is top tiers fucking mm -hmm. good. And so I'm really excited for Redfall. I thought that was a great showing. I thought it looked fun. It looked exciting. Mm -hmm. And I, as a fan of Arcane, I know what to expect from their mm -hmm. games in terms of the gameplay loop, the polish, the quality of it, and just the fact that you can approach literally every situation differently every single time is fucking awesome. So I, in, in my opinion, Redfall had the best showing out of all the Xbox Game Studios their first party I stuff. I think a lot of people agree with that. The third party stuff was great. Obviously, having Diablo stuff there, but I'm talking about like in terms of first party game studio stuff, especially from Bethesda, Redfall was easily, easily the best show. Mm -hmm. It was that good. It was just, a, I was like, okay, I'm ready for this fucking game. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, it's 2023. That's okay. 2023 is shaving up to be an absolute nightmare. But at the same time, 23, 2023 is proving to be the absolute reason to have Game Pass. Because all these games are going to be out there, I don't have to pay for them, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my, my – I've got my, my subscription paid for. I'm good to go. I'm just getting these Maybe games. Maybe I'll start getting play. value in 2023 I then. don't have we'll – I mean, I mean, I've gotten value out of it now. I'm but saying I, mean, I mean, you, not you. Personally, I don't give a shit about you. No, I'm I, talking about moi. Well, yeah, I know you don't. But, uh, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about moi. 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 But no, like it, it's really going to just be an absolute mm -hmm. fucking killer year for Game Pass. And again, it's just – you're going to get what you get. So those were like some of the titles. I mean, like, look, there was a lot of titles like Grounded, uh, the, the way they're expanding on that game. We saw more stuff for Sea of Thieves. Um, we saw a lot of great indie titles mixed in there. There was a This was a strong presentation. But I think the one point of contention and the one thing we need to talk about is the one last thing. 
We've been here. You know, we've been waiting, dude. We've been waiting for gameplay from Starfield. Halo Infinite. Oh. From Starfield. And, um, like, look. Yeah, uh, full release, yeah. When it comes to Starfield, let me, let, me, let me preface this by saying that I absolutely fucking love Elder Scrolls, and I absolutely fucking love Fallout. Okay, I love... I am a huge fan. I know you're indifferent of it, and that's cool. I am a huge fan of Bethesda's RPGs through and through. Glitches and all, technical issues and all. I've just always been invested. I've always enjoyed the worlds that they've created. Okay? Leading up to this, we have constantly heard from every talking head at Xbox. We've heard from Pete Hines. We've heard from Todd Howard at Bethesda. And the same thing is always said. When you jump into Starfield, this is going to be something you've never seen before. This is something unlike what you've ever seen before. When you say shit like that, dude, you set expectations. Very, very high expectations. I want to see something, guess what, Tom, that I haven't seen before. Do you? I do, because they told me that. And I know a Bethesda game, and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be, you know, leading up to the show, everyone's like, oh, it's, it's going to be uh, Fallout in space. But, well, no, because they said this will be something you've never seen before. So I need to, I'm hyped. As a fan of Fallout and, and Elder Scrolls, I'm fucking hyped. And we get the gameplay review. <laughs> and good-looking game. Good-looking game. But the performance was questionable. But it's not even that, dude. It's not even the performance issues. I mean, the Bethesda, like, look, if you're expecting a finely, po- a, a finely polished tune game from Bethesda, that's on you. That's on you. But we see some generic-ass gunplay that I've seen thousands of times before in Fallout without a VAT system. I hope there's a VAT system. I always liked the VAT system in 4 and all the Fallout games. So we see this first-person shooting that was like, Okay, I mean that's that, I've seen this before, and then and, and then my man is uh, walking around and he starts scanning resources on the planet and and mining them. I'm like, well, I, I, I've seen that before. I know I know what that is. So, I mean, I've seen that in fucking No Man's Sky. Okay, okay. And and all the journalists are like, oh, you can't compare it to No Man's Sky. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I'm not saying this is No Man's Sky per se, but. The way my man walks up and starts scanning shit like he does in Mass Effect or fucking No Man's Sky, I've seen this before. And they're like, oh, well, you can build a settlement. I, I've seen that before in Fallout and Ark in every other survival game. Okay, cool, cool. What else you got? Oh, you can build a ship. Rebel Galaxy. Uh, what, fucking Eve. See, elite I, dangerous. I, elite dan- I, I've I've seen all of this. No man's guy. I've seen all of this. This gonna be thousands of planets procedurally generated. Uh, uh, seen. I've seen that before. I've seen all of this before. Yet before the reveal, they're like, "You won't. You won't have. You never played a game like this before." And they run a reveal trailer. The performance in the game is questionable. And I've seen everything before. You are hyping this up way too fucking much. If this is your first reveal of gameplay, of what the fuck your game is, I need more. 
They're saying, oh, this is, the, this is the most anticipated title in 20 years of Xbox. No, it's not. No, it's not. Redmall, Redfall is more anticipated than this right now. And if, if journalists and influencers out there want to tell me you can't compare them to these games, then don't put out a fucking reveal that does everything that all these other games do and tell me this is something you've never seen before. Now, look, there's a long time between now and when the game launches, and maybe they're playing things close to the chest. But when you're revealing a fucking game for the first time, when they're revealing a game for the first time as the most anticipated game ever, and you run out some generic shit like this, you have failed. Somebody made a joke about, hey, Bethesda showed us a planet, and it was brown and dreary. Like, there was no floor or Thousands of planets procedurally generated. Guess what? seen it before <laughs> and when you do procedural generation like look i love how procedural generation allows you to create more content these planets that you're going to there's four major planets in in, in starfield some of them have massive cities in it that's cool there's a thousand planets in the game if you're expecting some kind of like crazy fucking detailed planet on any of these other 996 planets Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. I just hope that when it comes to a Bethesda game, there's an interesting plot. There's good writing. There's good branching story arcs. There's different factions. This was not a good reveal. As somebody who is a fan of Bethesda, as somebody who likes their RPGs, this was a weak reveal. It was a weak reveal. And I know at some point before the game launches, we'll probably get something else that's going to show more. I hope so. But if this is their most anticipated launch in the last 20 years of Xbox, expectations should be lowered. This looks like Fallout meets No Man's Sky in space. And that's just not enough for this type of hype. Now, as somebody who is a fan of No Man's Sky and sci-fi and RPGs in general, I mm-hmm. want to get your thoughts. I mean, it seeing it intrigued me more. Um, being able to see it kind of operate, you know, uh, I'm I don't like the VAT system at all. Actually, really, I, I love that. System. I I don't like that if you have a shotgun in your hand and you didn't put enough points in a shotgun, even if it's at. 30% accuracy because you use a shotgun, but I'm at point blank. <laughs> I missed three I times. That. I hate that. That's not a good fucking system. That's an excuse to have a really, really unique RPG system or whatever. It's not unique. It's fucking lazy fucking game development. <laughs> Stupid as fuck. Carl says maybe Rob Zombie um, should have done the reveal trailer. Fallout would have been more fun if it could just be a third-person shooter or something. It can like be walk if, you, if you change the perspective. Yeah, or just grab a melee, too, weapon, because you know those are more powerful in those games. You can play those in third perspective. It doesn't just- matter. I'm just saying, you can third person. You get stuck with a lot of bullshit though, like because you're still, you'll be still, you'll be shooting shit that's point blank to you, and you're like, why am I missing? <laughs> that's point fucking blank. He's this not is wrong. point fucking blank. It's fucking lazy game development. I can't stand it. I like listen. I I love I loved Skyrim. I played that in 2011. Put 110 hours into it. I've talked about this before. After the 75th iteration of everything that's ever been on, and people pointing fingers at other game development companies that put out the same game all the time. These are the same fucking people that fucking buy Skyrim every fucking rendition that comes on a console. Oh my. I fuck fucking don't care. I'd like this reveal was more intriguing to me because I got again I got to see 
what it was going to be like, which very looked like Fallout in space. I hate to say it, but um, you know, it's it's did it did have the No Man's Sky elements, which I really liked. I put a lot of time into No Man's Sky at least at one time, and it's continued to grow. And over time, that's a whole other topic to get into that I definitely don't want to get into. You can talk about Hello Games all day, I think, but <laughs> um, it's definitely evolved at the very least. And you know, um, I just felt it was kind of underwhelming as well too, like. I mean, it, it intrigued me more to the point where I'm like, excuse me, if that's on Game Pass, I'd probably download and play it. Do I, am I caring about it? Am I thinking about it? Well, only because everybody after the fucking showcase trended on Twitter comparing it to No Man's Sky. I didn't have to put any work into that. I, I watched that and saw that myself. And the next thing you know, on Twitter after it, for a day, everybody's already fucking doing it. So it's All like, right. okay, well, I'm not alone at least on that, but I wasn't going to say it out loud necessarily either, you know? Um, I like the color palette a little bit more. No Man's Sky, you know, it's a little bit more brighter or whatever. And but I hope some of the other, obviously the planets that we saw in this trailer. Yeah, was, and I'm very, sure like it's very bare. But, but I just, hopefully. I just felt, yeah, I just felt like if you're going to showcase that, why would you not show more floor? Show fun? one of the biggest the cities first, you've ever the created. The first reveal yeah. we saw of No Man's Sky, you were coming out of a cave with all this floor and fauna and a fucking alien brontosaurus walking by. Yeah. That's what I was looking for for out of Starfield, like. They're going into the action RPG-ness of it. That's fine and dandy. If there's good storytelling involved as well, too, that's also important. But you're telling me there's four main planet hubs and they're touting a thousand planets. Yeah, you're damn right. All the other planets are going to look fucking generic <laughs> and procedurally generated. Yeah. Like, that's fucking boring. I didn't. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. I would expect more than that, I think, at this point. So, you know, and I know that that's how it's got to work because i got to build the planets. But, you know, I, again, like, listen, I, I'm pretty open about my all rightness with Bethesda games just generally. I, I don't like games that continue to come out that are buggy or have issues and people just going, oh, it's just a Bethesda release. Oh. Like that's, that's a fucking pat on the hand. That's not, I hate those kind of like free passes for everybody. Like you can talk about things individually all the time, but when it's become like a bit and people recognize it, that's eh, not, I'm not okay with that. But at the end of the day, I hope it succeeds. Like it, I don't want to see the thing fail. Like right. you know, I hope it it, it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be a big yeah. It's supposed to be a big AAA now title for in-house Xbox. Awesome, great. I hope everybody gets what they want out of it. But like again, like call a spade a spade if you need to. If it comes out and it's not running like sh- it's running like shit, say it because I want to know, right? But um, I don't know. We'll see. You know, they got they got some time ahead. So like a lot of the other little things, I'm not overly sweating, but. You know, I just expected more from that reveal. And after the yeah. reveal was done, I was like, God damn, if I didn't feel like that was kind of underwhelming. Surprisingly, I, I was surprised by that, you know. So I think I'm more excited for Skyrim 6 at this point. But, you know, I wanted to be way more excited because it is space and sci-fi. Yeah. But I got to be realistic about it, too. I mean, like, look, and again, we are not writing this game off. We are not saying this thing's going to be disappointing. I'm just saying it was a disappointing reveal. If Bethesda is shown there's one a thing, lot of people. Yeah, when it comes to Bethesda, when people when their games come out, they are they are usually revered, and and sure some might be you know just doing it because it's Bethesda, like Tom said. I mean, there are some people who will, will just there's fanboys and everything. So you got to really you know, so it's it's difficult at times. But like whether or not this thing lives up to the title that the Xbox people are are labeling as like you know something you've never played before and the biggest most expected or most anticipated game in Xbox history that would reveal did absolutely nothing to help your cause there. So you need something else soon. 
I like what Jay Hill says. Uh, I don't know those games you're comparing them to, but I was just annoyed that they still had machine guns 300 years in the future. I agree. Wrong. Every time somebody brings that bit up, it's hard for me to fucking disagree with that. No? Like, even in Ma- Mass Effect Andromeda, like, we're just, we're somebody just fabricating bullets out here. And maybe, maybe in the future when we 3D print everything in two seconds, maybe it's the easiest way instead of using, like, <laughs> proton phasers or some shit, but... I always find that still using SMGs, shotguns, and uh, LMGs, man. Yeah, it is kind of odd, kind of an odd choice. Like I would expect a little bit different too, but. But hey, you know what? Yeah, exactly. There you go, Cuddles. Why, why, change, why change what works, right? Yeah, yeah it's I just, just always find that funny when somebody always there's always somebody that points that out. But I'm like, oh yeah, it's a valid point. Yeah, I it's mean, a valid point. Fair in enough. The future, we're still using fucking bullets. Yeah, weird. Okay, cool. Fair Whatever enough. works works. All right, so moving on to our final topic, um, probably one of the most. Ex- unexpectedly <clears throat> funny movies of 2022 mm-hmm. uh chippendale rescue rangers and we had heard a little bit of buzz about this movie we talked about it before it came out and we had some like questions about the trailer about the voices of the characters i got really heated about it last summer he got very heated about it when the first tra- trailer first came out and uh prior to watching it i remember i went on disney plus and i seen it was rated pg and I was like, oh, I remember I asked him, I go, do we really want to watch this? Is this going to be, is this going to be any good? Is this going to be interesting? PG, that's, uh, you know, that, that really tempers your expectations. Uh, this is probably one of the most entertaining PG movies I've seen in my adult life. Uh, this movie is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's for fans of Chippendale's rescue Rangers, mm-hmm. but you know, told we talked about before the show, it's been a while since I've seen a Disney or dreams work movie. And I'm sure I haven't watched them all. So maybe it's still a thing that's, I feel like it is a, um, an art form to be able to make a movie for kids rated PG, but still have jokes layered throughout where only adults will get it shrek was one of the the best of the best when mm-hmm. it came to that there were so many parts in the movie in the shrek movies you were just like oh oh man that was that was risque but the kids would never get it but the adults did that's an art form that is a a fucking bona fide art form and chippendale rescue rangers is not only great for nostalgia for fans of the series but for adults, because there is just enough going on where you're like, man, this is actually kind of fucking entertaining. What makes it unique, I think, is that they didn't, like a lot of those films like Shrek, I think were built for children as Absolutely. well, too. And they want to get the parents involved and make them like, this was built for us. This is not built for kids. This, I mean, this I'm is, sure there's yeah. kids that will watch this, but right, they right, won't right. understand They it. built this for the adults, but made it that, so it, you can watch it with that the kids. kids can watch it, which is really <laughs> unique. And yeah, like last year when I was pissed about it because Dale's voice, I'm like, what the fuck is up with his voice? Well, now, you know, like. That's the meta portion. Blanco said last year as well, too, and I'll never forget it. He's like, think of it more like a VH1 behind the music. They're doing voices and bits. And I was like, oh, whatever, fucking ever. And then, sure enough, as we get closer, we're starting to see more trailers. Okay, it looks like he was kind of right on that. And people were kind of pointing that out. Like, it's more of like a, like a, almost like a, like a weird biopic or something. I don't fucking know. But, um,. Here we are, and honestly, yeah, it was actually really entertaining. It was um, definitely met for all that nostalgia. Like, it, it it was made for us, and at the end of the day, like, the story was entertaining. I was entertained the entire time watching the film, and I didn't expect it to be as funny Dude, along with hilarious. that as well, too. Like, I'm very perplexed in how they did this. Now, I know Lonely Island guys are the ones that I think it was Yorma... 
who directed it, maybe. I don't remember if it was Yorma or not. Um, maybe it was Keeve. Uh, but, you know, uh, Andy Samberg does the voice of Dale. I forgot about that for a while. Um, the bit with uh, the Dead Eyes uh, from Polar <laughs> Express is hands down the funniest thing for me in Cuddle the entire says, I haven't watched it, but I did see the original Sonic bit and lost my shit. Dude, it's ugly Sonic is hilarious. fucking awesome this movie. And, and it's, it's not, not just a bit. Like, he has a, a it's, decent role. Right, right. And, and, like, the entire movie is just riddled with, like, uh, pop culture nostalgia stuff so like, many references it is it's like i don't even know what to compare it to that does that sort of shit but like this takes that and like the, the nth degree like it, it really really <laughs> what up star um <laughs> no I, I unfortunately i think you're probably show. you're probably smelling your own fudgies you should probably change them um but at the end of the day i i really like i said i was really quite surprised how much i really enjoyed this uh so uh you know if you haven't seen it yet i highly recommend it uh, if the kids are around, they might ask a couple of the joke questions when you're laughing because they're certainly not going to get it. But it, it definitely was aiming for us. It was da- aiming for us who had seen, uh, you know, the show growing up as kids. So if you ever watched this show when you were, you know, younger, you have to watch this movie. Like yeah. again, the nostalgia, the references, some of them subtle, some of them on the nose. Uh, they're just and the writing, dude. This show, th- this movie is smarter than it has it's any right to. Really be. weird. Yeah, it's it's, re- almost, it's, honestly, it's actually man, weird. It's an hour and thirty eight minutes, and I was, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, oh, PG, an hour and thirty eight minutes. Am I? Is this really? Am I? Really it was breezy. It's breezy, and it, dude, there were multiple, multiple, multiple like laugh out loud spots. So mm. I was just like, "Oh my god, dude!" Mm. If you've ever imagined a movie where Peter Pan is a total piece of shit thirty years in the future, this is it, dude. It's fucking incredible. Captain Putty was a great character. Uh, uh, obviously, that's J.K. JK Simmons. Simmons. He was amazing. Uh, no, seriously, did, uh, Star, you you have to watch it. It's, it's hilarious. It's, it's so meta. It's meta as fuck. Uh, there are so again so many appearances by characters who are very obscure from shows that might have been lost. Just know? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people that show up. You're just like, oh wow. Like oh, that's like a character. Like <laughs> that person's from South Park. But I, I, I mean, it was just right. like there's just yeah. like these little. Saw candles. Randy Marsh in the background at one point. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Was that Randy Marsh? It's Randy. Yeah. yeah. You see fucking Pickle Rick at one point. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> It is seriously awesome the way they handle some of these characters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, see, Electric Panther gets to love that movie. It, it's it's a really good, entertaining movie. And, like, there's cameos not only by cartoon characters, but, like, real actors. I mean, when, when, when there's one another Avenger Jesus that shows up Christ. in the movie, that's hilarious. And it's, it's seriously, it's smarter than it has any it's, right to be. I, I don't. At this point, again, like I said, I don't remember if it was Yor- Yorma or Keeve that wrote this and directed it um, from Lonely Island. And I know they did uh, Pop Star, which I enjoyed, and I know not everybody was, you know, it wasn't overly, like, super funny. But um, at this point, Disney should be looking at, like, this should not be the only thing they, they could. You know, if they reboot Rescue Rangers, they should do it through this format. Uh, well, well, not like, only. Like, have these characters. Yeah. Solving crimes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Or, like seriously, have like all everybody. That or they why would you not bring bring back Tailspin like this? We saw yeah. Baloo briefly. <laughs> See Baloo. We saw Baloo. Dude. dude, we even saw Dark. I mean, Darkwing shows. I mean, yeah, it's, dude. It's that which fucking is hilarious. Darkwing's a personal favorite. Dude, Darkwing gets personal a cameo. Favorite. Uh, I mean, seriously, anybody. You got, I can't. I'm not even gonna fucking talk about it anymore. Just watch the fucking movie. Yeah. You if you're a, a person that grew up watching. Rescue Rangers and 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 
You Anything. Sh- you should have had that clip of me from last year because I'm eating crow right now. Oh, no, seriously, I think a lot of people are. And, I mean, honestly, man, it's one of those movies where I don't think enough people are talking about it. Honestly, I think a lot of people might have let this one slip by. It's been trending nonstop on Twitter for days. Good to hear. That's good to hear. If you guys have point. Disney Plus, if you guys go have Disney Plus, watch this movie. It's an hour and 38 minutes. And you'll see PG and you're like, no way, dude. It's nostalgic as fuck. It's smart. And there is a shit ton of humor that'll go over the kids' heads that you're going to be like, dude, that's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it ticks off all the... This is like... Surprisingly, one of my favorite movies of the year right now. Mm-hmm. It is that it is just so well done. No, it's on Disney Plus, J Hill. On Disney Plus right now. D Plus. Go check it out, y'all. Take it, I, Eddie. I want to, seriously, uh, I, and I feel like that J Hill's not the only one. There's a lot of people that don't realize that this movie is right now on Disney Plus. Yeah. They didn't do a great job at like promoting there this. You go, star. Because I do feel like it is for a niche audience. I feel like this is a hidden gem right now. Mm-hmm. And for people who grew up in the era like us, they're going to appreciate it more than anybody. I guarantee you, if my kids were to watch this by themselves, they'd be like, okay, it's a couple of talking chipmunks. I, I don't get it. But I it's amazing. So I, uh, I dig it, man. I think it's an awesome show. Uh, I watched Chippendale, but I don't remember it all really. But the thing is, dude, you might not, have, you might not remember it. But when you watch this, it's going to bring back memories. And there's going to be certain things, very obscure things, very obscure references to not only the characters themselves, but some of the the, the, the impact it had on, on pop culture in terms of, like, toys and shit. Stuff is mm-hmm. going to pop up where you're just like, fuck, dude, that is amazing. I, all I know is I really wanted to see Monterey Jack. We got Monterey Jack. In the- Monterey Jack makes an appearance, and it was mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah. Uh, Star says, cream pies. Um, Star? I love cream pies. Big fan. Big fan. Even during the summer when it's hot and moist. Big fan of uh, cream pies. Uh, before we go. Oh, before we go. I do want to. Uh, I was going to write if Gadget wasn't in there. I love the fact that Gadget. You know, I'm not even going to ruin it for no, you. That's a funny. I'm not even going to ruin it for you. What uh, Gadget's been up to? Yeah, I know what he's going. And on. boy, all of a sudden, Zipper has a complete. I have a completely <laughs> different opinion of Zipper. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just just watch it, y'all. Um, just watch it. Yeah, I was uh, pretty surprised by that. That's for darn sure. <laughs> Zipper didn't say much during the show, but. No. kinky as fuck and uh yeah, yeah, yeah likes to produce two things uh first of all if you have not started or are watching continue to keep watching the boys right now i know not everybody's watching it. you're not watching you're a loser to it soon um, to it on soon. prime right now the boys season four is out episode four is the entire season so far is insane it's it's ratcheting up it is it is incredible like jay hill actually hopped in the chat on friday and said it's annoying you're not talking about it right it's now. it's it's frustrating that you're not talking i about know it. i'm trying it's to finish stupid. ozark god damn it's it it's really fucking good i know um but uh the last thing here i want to mention real quick is uh you know we appreciate everybody clearly you all always so good to us and there's some of you that I've known for a long time in in real life, and you're here, you know, as often as you can be, and you take part of it. And some of you that even go to the movie theaters with us yes. at the time too, which we really appreciate. Which we also got tickets um, for Thor already. Thor already, yep, we're really excited about. So, you know, there are times in life where sometimes you have to pause and say, "Friend, what decisions are you making in life?" Right? Oh boy. What 
you know, are, are you making the right choices? Are you on the right path? Do I need an intervention? Um, Crash, I'm really worried about you. Uh-uh. Yeah, um, I heard about this. We went and saw, we see movies together. Yeah. And he, when he tried to say, well, we, we, we went and saw it. We went and saw it. Well, yeah, we don't know what it's going to be like. We got to see it at least right once. Yeah, yeah. But we saw it. We did. And then it dropped on DVD or Blu-ray this week. Yes, it did. And he... he it's Morbin time. He, of everybody as well, too, had complained about the entire thing, joked on it, clowned on it. And he put fuel to that fire by purchasing a Blu-ray version of Morbius this week. I'm really worried about you, dude. And, you know, if you want to come over sometime, maybe in the next week or so, we can sit down, we'll talk. Um, if you want some help managing your money, I'm not the best person for that, I'll tell you that, but... Uh, I can, uh, you know, maybe we'll uh, we'll figure something out, get you on the right path. But uh, um, I'm just, you know, buying Morbius, dude. Come on. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. A little devil's advocate here. Okay. Because I have the Steelbook version getting delivered at some point. Here's the thing. Are you fucking with me right now? If I come to your house, Tone. Are you fucking with me right and now? And I see your your basement that you, you put so right much time and effort into. Do you really buy a fucking... Okay, you've got, you put so much time and you effort into your not. basement. You did not. And you probably have a shelf with all your Marvel movies on it. Uh-uh. Okay? You got all phase one through four, wherever yeah. we're at. You got all your Blu-rays lined up, uh-huh. all your steel books. All the Godzillas. Okay, you got yeah. all the Godzillas, but I'm talking about Marvel. You got all those movies, but you don't have Morbius. Yeah. But then I go to Crash's house, and I see his collection. And he's got all the Marvel movies, and he's got fucking Morbius, and he's got fucking Venom. And I'm going to think, I'm gonna think, you know what? Here's a fan. Here's a guy who's a completionist. Here's a guy who takes the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that understands that this is all connected. And Crash. Then- Crash. Crash is a more certified nerd than uh, you ever wish you could. I have a lecture on DVD. You guys can both kiss my ass. <laughs> so, um, that's that. We've uh, all made questionable purchases. All, He's not yes, wrong. He's not wrong. But you you are an adult now, <laughs> and I'm here to help you. Um, no. And first of all, when we do this, this is just like when I wouldn't go to the uh, uh, movies and not watch the Fox versions of the of. Marvel stuff was because I didn't want them to get my movie ticket because if we choked them out with that money, eventually they'd sell to Disney. And guess what happened? They sold to Disney, right? I don't want I don't want those properties in Sony's hands running them anymore Look, unless correct. Marvel's got a full hand in it. Here's the way I see it. Okay, you bought, you did. You bought a shitty movie. I bought a shitty movie. I got the Steel Book coming this week. But you guys, if I had, but you know what? There's worse purchases you could make. If I had a choice between my kids coming downstairs and watching Morbius or watching a Serbian film, I'd rather <laughs> them. That's your fucking comparison. I'd rather they fuck. stumble across Jesus Morbius Christ. than a Serbian film. I'm just saying, dude. I'm, I'm just trying to help him because, like, if you go in there and you're criticizing, you're walking out, you're criticizing the movie. Next thing you know, he's going to be perfectly. He's one of those guys. Perfectly fine. Master Chief never wearing his helmet in a series. Star does not know what a Serbian. Jesus is. fucking Christ. Star yeah, doesn't yeah. Know. Don't don't. Look, you don't star. Need star don't. If, you know what? Stay star, away from the internet. Stay away from the internet. Don't watch a Serbian film because then you'll probably question me as a person. Yes, you will. A Serbian film don't. is a very, very, very disturbing movie. Very disturbing. Is honestly, I mean, out of the, in the times that I've been, in the time that I've been alive, I can't. Can you picture? Can you name another movie that maybe caused more of a 
an uproar. I mean, other than what was the the house that Jack built that we watched recently, even that wasn't wasn't even close. Uh, kids created quite an uproar in the nineties. What's that? Kids. Well, I mean, if you look at kids now compared to a Serbian film, I oh yeah, it's no, not even the same way. Yeah. Um, but it is, um, yeah, just just ignore a Serbian film. It is seriously one of the most fucked up movies uh, I ever seen in my entire life. Um, yeah, I, it's one of those movies where you kind of wish you could have unseen it. You wish you could unsee it. It's it's really fucked up. But I'm just saying. Crash, you didn't make a terrible purchase. You made a questionable purchase, but terrible purchases. I'm going to say both, oh, and geez. I'll give you my electric DVD if you need to complete your co- uh, collection. He's just a hater, Crash. Rock that shit. I am proud of you, Crash, for having the complete collection, the complete Marvel experience. That's not... I that's, go to his fucking decked-out basement. Yeah, and you get the missing M- movies. You get the MCU collection, not that bootleg bullshit that Sony's trying to provide. Uh, hey, Jay Hill, just ask Reed for his thoughts on Serbian film. He's the one that convinced me to buy it. And so if Reed convinced me and Reed suggested this movie, that should be all you need to know. Because he's a real sick fuck. He's a fucking sick bastard. <laughs> but uh, Tone, yeah, that's going to do it, dude. It is. We had a decent show tonight. We have a lot of stuff we had to talk about. Had a good time. Uh, not the longest show on earth. Not three hours like last week, but a good conversation nonetheless. We appreciate each and every one of you that made it here tonight. We know the summer months are difficult. It's nice outside. Uh, you're out. We got sports. You got things going on with the kids. The fact that y'all even show up and hang out. Uh, wait, dude, did you actually buy Morbius? I'm hella confused. Crash? You're not alone. Crash? He's doing a bit. You're not alone. That's all I'm going to tell you, man. I can't wait to tell you. You're your all wife. Alone. I'm going to tell her you're you bought alone. two copies of it, too. Anywho. Back to what I was saying. Appreciate papers. each and every one of you tuning in tonight, especially during the summer. I know it's it's not easy to be here, and I know some of you will check it out on VOD. We appreciate you as well. And for those of you that will listen on iTunes mm-hmm. and Spotify, we mm-hmm. love you too. We hey, do. if you're listening on Spotify and iTunes, fucking answer the questions. Take the polls that I'm putting in Spotify. That's why I'm doing it. I want to see if Spotify actually works. So if you're listening to the show, go into Spotify. There are questionnaires. There's like a, a trivia question and some fucking polling that I do. Usually I ask, does tone suck? Yes or no? And there's always one vote for yes, and I promise it's not me. But uh, no, we appreciate your support. And if you are watching on iTunes or, or, or Spotify, make sure you hit that five stars. <laughs> if you dig the show and you love what we do and you love being here and you love tuning in every week, hit that five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, even if you're watching live, go over to YouTube after the show and hit that thumbs up button. Real easy, easy peasy. We are four people away from 500 subs. Like, subscribe, bell. Get to that YouTube you can still come over to Twitch and hang out. Yeah, this is where like we normally hang out. We dig it. Banter and babble. Go over to YouTube, like, subscribe, comment if you want to, if you're watching the show on VOD. Either way, that type of support helps us get more exposure. It allows us to put in for game review requests through uh, various outlets. So that type of support is just as useful as you guys and gals being here. But obviously, we appreciate you all being here. We love you. Just rate it on Spotify. I see no polls. Not on this question, you won't. But you actually have to go into every episode, Crash. There's every episode, and then go down to the details. There is, like, a poll and a trivia – or not a trivia question, but, like, an actual question. Like, hey, what do you think of Tone's fucking shirt? Smoking polls. I mean, whatever. It's per episode on the polls and the questions. So we appreciate you all interacting that way. Uh, one thing I do want to try to work on going forward is I want to get those callbacks in. I want to get the call-ins back into the rotation – because I feel like whenever we get y'all to call in to talk about whatever the fuck we're talking about, 
it just makes it much more enjoyable. The chat is amazing, obviously, but for the folks who are listening or watching on VOD, to be able to have y'all call in, I feel like that just adds to the experience. So we're definitely going to try to roll back in the uh, the call-ins, and if we need to, maybe we'll start giving out some prizes for people who do call in. I will entice y'all to call in for a shirt, a mug, a handy, whatever you want. <laughs> Got you covered. <laughs> or 30 more minutes of Cuddles bitching. I love that, too. I love when Cuddles bitches. It's always sexy. It's most like, of the time. He, 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 see, if he bitches, then I bitch, and then it's two old guys yelling at each other. Yeah, you guys bitch a lot. Everyone loves that stuff. So, for next week, we will be discussing either Jurassic Park or maybe Lightyear or maybe nothing. Maybe we just grill some hot dogs. Maybe we just grill some hot dogs live and just we'll see how many tone can fit in his mouth. Uh, uh, we'll talk about oh, Obi-Wan, the final episode, uh, spoiler free. We'll talk about more Miss Marvel. We're going to talk about The Old Man. That drops tomorrow night. What? Tomorrow what? night. John Lithgow, Jeff Bridges, locking horns on Hulu. Tom Hanks. Cannot wait for The Old Man. That'll be a big talking point for next week. No, Tom Hanks. And, uh, you know what else we'll probably talk about? Nope. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, oh, which fuck. becomes available in 50 minutes on your platform of choice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, six-player co-op, cross-play. And we're a bunger. It's going to be hot, baby. Yep. 50 minutes. That bitch drops on every platform. Really excited. Reviewed like incredibly well today. Reviewed incredibly well. Can't wait for that. And next week... Next week. Special surprise. We have a oh no, it's not even a special surprise. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. We're gonna have our first ever bracket. It's a tournament bracket. A twenty-four movie tournament bracket featuring the one true god, the master of the cinematic paradigm, Nicolas Cage. And we can't wait. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna reveal the bracket and when the voting will take place in our Discord right after the show. So next week's show is going to be hot, y'all. It's going to be fun. We can't wait for it. We hope y'all can make it here next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, for Fanboy Tone. I'm the dude 79. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Stay safe, but don't stay sober. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.